Kermit the Frog here. Ever tell you had an economics think... professor that sounded like uh, Kermit the Frog? I I had an art teacher that sort of sounded like Kermit the Frog and had a, it was it was actually Elmer Fudd and Kermit the Frog as one. It oh. was great. <laughs> Cuz uh the gal sitting next to me she's like god he sounds like Kermit the Frog. I'm like what he does it she's like close your eyes and I'm like okay everybody when supply equals demand you get equilibrium. Yay! And I was like holy shit it's Kermit. <laughs> this art teacher he uh you remember back in the day when you had to communicate with the front office via the like the intercom system yeah yeah and they would call the class and say we're looking for this person or whatever he's he's not in the building he's he's not in the building <laughs> he had such a bad speech impediment he have to he kept on having to repeat himself no mr mr Bewing is not in the building <laughs> well, was he was he asian or something was he a foreigner no. and had an accent no he was Whitey White Whiterson. He just had a speech impediment. <laughs> I like Whitey White McWhiterson. He's so, pretty white. He had, he had a mustache, too. Okay. He's not in the building. <laughs> Are you ever... All, I, those, I, all those kids laughing. I mean, we're so, kids can be so mean. <laughs> well, go back to the days like when not everybody and their mother became a teacher. You know, like teachers just like... You got a, a six in ten chance. You ask a young gal today, what are you what are you going to be? What are you studying? I mean, you a teacher. Yeah. It's it's just so common. But back then, you know, when the rest of the world had to actually produce shit and mm-hmm. everyone else had to have a real job, I it I, the the axiom or the adage, um, <clears throat> those who can't do teach. Right. I look back and there were some not not bad people, not not pedophiles, but just some weirdo. I mean, the teachers were kind of the the picked last for kickball crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there was, there was some normal people. I remember, you know, chemistry teacher, uh, biology, but then man, just some of your rank and file weirdos. It's, it, you know, I remember our, was it earth's geology, geology. And that guy was just a weirdo <laughs> and, and in somewhat of a charming endearing way, but it's like, yeah, none of you guys are getting laid. And the women were like, yeah, you're all going to be spinsters about 20 years. And, so, uh, yeah, how- I, I, I had good teachers. I mean, it, it, I, I don't have much to complain about as far as really my teachers. No, they're, they're all okay. I mean, but I was a good student too. So it's just like, you know, there was no real bad experiences. Yeah, I, I can't. I, 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 you guys know my opinion on teachers. Well, uh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I did have more male teachers, though. I went back when I was a kid. I, Even in elementary be, school? Yeah. Yeah. There seemed to really? be more male teachers. Yeah. I didn't have a male teacher until the sixth grade, and we were all because <clears throat> the female teachers were just great weapons, great kuantahahas, just evil, vile, just vile, hate-filled women. They make uh, today's leftist feminists seem like charming, wonderful, hug- huggable grandmothers. Um, I, I, thinking, think, oh I didn't have a male teacher until sixth grade either, but oh, there oh seemed to be more in middle school. I think when we were kids, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, we, we had that. But anyway, so I remember the sixth grade, we were going to get Mr. So-and-so. I can't mention his name. And we thought, oh, my God, if if the women were like this, what's this guy going to be look like? And it was it was a hint. It was a little little hint, little glint into the, the real world where he was nice. You know, it, it, it was it, we're too young to know what are you, 12 or 13 in the sixth grade. But it's like. Oh, you mean the guys are nicer than the women? Who would have fucking known? Who would have fucking known? <laughs> right. 
Exactly. Oh, I'm sharing your link right now to my Facebook profile here. Cool. ACDT five extra live. Okay, good. ET. Yeah, exactly. Get five extra. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, your latest podcast, I have two complaints about your latest podcast. Oh, really? Okay, so yes. we're just going to sort it out here. That's what we're going to do. No, we get no, I didn't we that, weren't going to talk about it, but if you want to <laughs> if, if you have something else to to talk about it, it, No, no. No, fire away. No, these these aren't critical bullets, but one you are never singing again. You are never going to sing again. You um, didn't like it? No. You do not really? sing. I do not I play on, basketball. You do not sing. I was in tune. I, we'll talk to Matt Baldoni. We'll let him. You would like an in independent, tune. impartial, third-party judge? Yeah. You, you didn't like the Firefly? I thought for sure you'd like the Firefly. <laughs> I thought, oh, Aaron's going to love this because I, I, he loves Firefly, and I'm telling Minnesota off. And it's it, like it, putting it, lingerie on a fat chick. I do like lingerie, but not on fat chicks. <laughs> It's, it's uh you are I was never singing I was trying to sing like that guy. Uh, you trying is the key word there. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's the key word. You were trying. I, I will I will defer to Matt Baldoni. <laughs> it was horrible. I mean it was it, not it horrible. Was, it was, so I was just like it was cringing. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like skipping ahead. And see the problem now in Minnesota because skip the ahead. Skip, the, it's 50 you, whole seconds long. I got to pull my damn truck over because you get a $10 zillion traffic ticket if you're fucking with your phone on, on while you're driving because now yeah. it has to be hands-free. And so I listened to uh, my uh, all my MP3s now on my phone. Although now, because of that law, I'm half tempted to get an old MP3 player and just use that and say, this isn't a cell phone, it's an MP3 player because that's where I'm always fucking with the... <clears throat> I'm like, oh, this sucks. DT singing. How do I fast forward? And then I got. Oh gotta, my god, it's fifty seconds of singing. No, it's fifty seconds. I save fifty <laughs> seconds. I, seconds add up to minutes. Minutes to your, hours. Hours to days. Days to years. Scratch your balls like twice. You know that's what it saves you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, your balls need scratching, man. If I can save it, I think if I could compress economic time into more dense, more utilitarian, you know, higher percentage of use of my finite time on this planet. Yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> DT singing is worse than the feeling you get when you scratch hey, your balls. Hey, okay, uh, let's. <laughs> I got an idea for everybody listening. Go to blackbrigade.org. Listen to the first po- po- uh, the uh, episode four, right? That's the one where you saying, yeah, but it's in the middle. It's like I don't know the the timestamp on it. So it's not the very beginning. No, it's like twenty minutes in or so. Oh, okay. Well, everybody, maybe, and then and then make your comments. Do you, do you have comments open on sure, your website? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so make comments. Tell them if you should sing or not. We'll find out. It's not. It's not about singing. It's about. It's a parody. You I, think I, Weird Al Yankovic is a good I, singer? No, no, no. But <clears throat> I'm just saying you shouldn't sing. That's all. That's. It's, I understand the Aww. joke. I I got the I got the. Cl- it's clever. It was no doubt very clever. Uh, but I was just like, oh no, oh. It's the, and plus, I okay. Now, admittedly, I don't like ballads or sappy okay. sad songs or love songs. Oh yeah. my, you know. Whatever those, uh, take my like heart, take my land, you don't jerk like off with my left right hand. You know, okay, no. so you don't like you don't like the Firefly song to begin with. I do not know. Okay, uh, well there you go. Yeah, there's so that that's that why. you had that. No, that's not only why you're also bad at singing. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like well she's fat. Well yeah, she also has herpes. That's another big you know thing. But I don't really. I wouldn't know. say I'm bad at singing. I'm. It, I would say I'm adequate. You are adequate. Oh yeah, compared to uh, you, you could you could karaoke. Yeah. You you could karaoke. 
it was just uh yeah, it was like I was like, oh, oh, oh. Well, should I have Map Aldoni sing the goddamn he thing? He could then? sing it. He could hit that. He could play the guitar and what would that sound like rock wise with him on electric guitar? Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know if that would work, the ballad of Serenity like that, but uh, and then what was the second thing? Oh, and this one you're going to laugh at. <clears throat> so I was down and dark and you, okay. and you were very kind. You were very kind where you said, Hey, I got, you know, I got my next podcast up. It'll give you something to listen to and lift up your spirits. And all you do is proceed to talk about Marxist leftist Minnesota politics. I'm like, fuck, this is not making me in a happy mood. Did this I is doing to- the opposite of what I want. I got I listened to I listened to the, <clears throat> the masculine geeks. I listened to world class bullshitters. I listened to, to the Beckloff. I listened to geekery and then and then you you throw me right back into getting my blood pressure up with whatever Keith Ellison or, or Greta Von Down syndrome or whatever her name is. The- <laughs> no, I thought you got the joke. I didn't, I didn't need to put cheer in quotes. Did oh. I? I mean, when, when have you ever put DT equals cheerful? Well, you have together? been cheerful the past couple of podcasts. You're like, Hey, we're in South Dakota and eat a bag of dicks. I'm like, Hey, go DT. And then this one, I'm like, Oh, maybe DT maybe went on a drive. He's going to talk laughing. about cheer. I was laughing. I know you were laughing because I was like even in worse pain. I was like, oh, God, I don't want to listen. Well, you're still there. See, I'm if, still when there. you're not there, then then that would be a cheerful podcast. Right, right. That's uh... so Keith, that's it. Keith that was... Ellison's dick is still inserted firmly in your Keith ass. Keith Ellison's dick is still firmly inserted in my ass. And yeah. <clears throat> it will continue to be there for about another year or two. But then uh, then again, the fuck out of Dodge. Had a right. had a chat with the GF, and we're we're, we're probably going to put a hard time limit where, um, you know, after certain financial things are met, and depending on what my medical bills look like, but uh, we're gonna, it's going to be like this date, depending on these things and right. all that right. other stuff, and uh, and then we're out, <clears throat> then we're and then out. The countdown, then the countdown begins, and I could sing you the final countdown. You you could, but let Journey or whatever other Sucky's eighty band who's saying that. Uh, final countdown was who was it again? Uh, I don't remember. Was it a journey? No, th- there's a Geico commercial about it, so I should know. It's like <laughs> blah 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 likes to sing the final countdown. Oh, you know who it was? It was that long-haired uh, '80s band with white people right. in it. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, that that, that one. one. Yeah, that one. Europe, I'm, Europe. There you go. <laughs> Europe. Yeah. Were they from Europe? It'd be funny if they weren't. Well, wasn't it the the I'm sure they were. The Los Banditos, it's a band where they wear uh, Mexican wrestling masks. And they're not Mexicans. And they're, from, they're all from Tennessee. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, well, how's the snow? What, what'd you get? Looks like It was like, it was like three inches or so. Three oh, inches. that's it? Yeah, there wasn't much. It just was a lot of drifting and, yeah. Oh, that's not, I thought you guys no. were going to get hammered. Well, there, I mean, it's it it, uh, it varied throughout the Black Hills area. So farther to the northwest, they got a lot more snow. So like spearfish got hit. Yeah, they got oh. a lot. So, yep, oh, good, good. But it's it's you know early October. It's like Greta Thunberg shows up in the Black Hills area on on Monday or whatever that was. And if she had just waited until Thursday, that would have been hilarious. But, Marching, but, trudging through the snow. Ain't she in North Dakota now where they're getting feats of snow? Uh, she was on Wednesday. So I don't know where she's, I don't know what George Soros is paying her to, to go to now. So, Oh God. 
God. She's I, taking all these flights or driving or whatever the hell she's course, doing. Of course. Right. Yeah. That is so funny. They're listening to what I mean, a veritably mentally retarded person. I mean, she's got autism and well, I mean, it, that's uh, I'm Asperger's. I got I OK. Are you a functional capable of d- adult or are you not? Well, she's and, and the way they're acting like victims and they're they're practically helpless and we need we need hand uh, lower standards and we need our drugs and da, 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 da. okay well then you're mentally retarded oh no wait I'm a smart person and I just happen to have this disability well this isn't a physical disability it's a mental disability now how am I supposed to treat you you know and and that's that's the hypocrisy this is why I think about ninety percent of those cases are bullshit anyway they damn well know what they're doing. But it, it presents normal people, you know, a paradox. Do I treat you as a normal person or do I treat you like someone who's mentally handicapped? Because if if you have Asperger's and autism and you're going to put that and wear that badge and tell everybody in the first five seconds of getting to know you, oh, I got autism. Okay, well, then, okay, pat you on the head. Maybe we put up a rubber helmet on you and you. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, your your your. Did your cable come out or something? My cable came out. How's my audio now? My now you're loud? fine. Now you're fine. Oh, yep. oh, okay. There we go. Um, I want to turn it turn it down a little bit. I think. Hang on. I don't know if you can test your levels or not, but that's. Sorry about that. How's that? Is that any better? It, it, I mean, it sounds fine. I just can't tell how loud it is. So. Oh. All right. Anyone in the chat room, let me know how loud it is. It sounds is. just a little too loud to me, but. Oh, fuck. You know, that's what it happens. All right, hang on. I'm just hearing the. Now I can't hear you at all. I don't think. You can't hear me at all? Nothing. <laughs> oh, no, now. <laughs> now can you? <laughs> now, yeah, I can, but it's like. It's weird. StreamYard's delayed now. So, okay, whatever. Oh, fuck. You know what? Hang on. Let me. <laughs> Let me leave the studio, come back, and we'll do this. Fucking Christ. All right, hang on for a second. <laughs> okay, here we go. Hey, it's all me on the screen now. Am I delayed at all? You can't tell. My lips don't move. I'm a ventriloquist. So let's see what when Cap's going to be back, unless he's going to start a whole new show. Hopefully not a whole new show. That's what happens when you gesticulate. You accidentally hit something sometimes. And it all goes to shit. What's he doing? Hmm. So this avatar. Okay, I was going to start again, but go ahead. Okay, how's the audio now? I'm going to step back. That's a lot better. A lot better. Good. All right. Wonderful. Um, That's just the question I had about. And it shows you that it's, it's a trick. It's a lie. It's it's deceit. They're dishonest uh, when they say when the you know someone's a vegan or someone's a pilot. Um, you know the joke is how how can you tell who the who the pilot in the room is? I don't know how. Don't don't worry. He'll tell you. Oh, <laughs> and it's the same thing with I'm a vegan or I got autism right. or asthma. It's like no fuck you. You don't. You, yes, you may actually be a vegan. But that's not the main reason you're doing it. You're doing it because it gives you uh, like bragging rights and it gives you this false sense of value. And it's the same thing with autism and, and Asperger's or, you know, social anxiety or that, that, that whatever. Oh, I got the, or your made up uh, sexual uh, preference or gender or whatever. If you mention that in the first like five seconds, 
Yeah, then then you don't have. It. I don't believe you. you and know, I don't if, think Greta, Greta. You know, I'm not like I don't know much about her, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't think she opens with that. I think, I mean, she's well known enough. She's done her shtick all over Europe and things that to to be kind of fully honest and kind of explain. Well, this is why I look like. <laughs> like I'm crazy sometimes is because <laughs> I've got these issues just to let people know. That's why my, I've got these facial tics or that's why I've, you know, whatever, whatever okay. it has, you know? Well, okay. Again, it, whether she led with it or not. Okay. She is mentally impaired then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why should I listen to she her? Is. Cause I don't know. She's the Christ child. That's, that's why she has the right message. She's got <laughs> she superpowers. Right. You know, she's, she, she's able to see, she's like an idiot savant and is able to see this, giant equation that is the climate and know exactly how it works i didn't pay i didn't pay one cent of attention i paid about as much attention to her as i am uh the ukraine thing now i uh i just don't care i just i i mean the reason why i paid attention is because there was good memes that's that's why she's kind of a meme factory with her speech to the un so but you can you can look at her and just like uh, another one of you okay right i mean like i said i think it was the previous podcast when there's a good-looking Democrat talking, like uh, uh, Tulsi Gabbard, I might right. listen because right. then it indicates something different. But if you're an old, washed-up, you know, hag like uh, Pocahontas there, or Nancy Pelosi, or you just your standard, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Just show me a good-looking leftist, and then then I'm like, okay, all right. What do you got to say? Because you obviously work. You obviously work on your body. At least I'll listen to you. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, no, um, I don't know. What do you got? You got anything? Because I got a, uh, I got <laughs> some snow. Stuff. That's what we we're gonna talk about. Snow. <laughs> no, we're not gonna. Oh, I, I got, I got. I might, I might join the Moose Lodge. The Moose Lodge is that yeah, where, yeah. where Fred Flintstone was was a that member? That was or? that was the Royal Order of the Water Buffalo. Okay, okay. <laughs> they had the big blue hat with the horns. They go, ooh ha ha. That right, was, right. But it's, which it's was a like, spinoff of uh, what uh, Honeymooners? What Ralph Cramden was some member of something i mean basically the flintstones is the honeymooners right in the stone age right so yeah so this was it's one of those things there's like i've and i've looked into these actually quite extensively before but there's like the elks the eagles the moose the uh the oofs international of odd fellows there's your masons but they're i remember a buddy of mine he, two buddies of mine are actually uh masons and um they invited me into, you know, to the lodge and everything, but it was so ceremonial and so mm-hmm. much crap going on. I'm like, guys, what? This represents this thing and that represents so much. Uh, well, you were in the you were in the symbology, yeah, you know, symbology and yeah. symbolism. Yes, yeah. yes. <clears throat> I'm kind of like, I, I don't want to memorize all this. Can I just pay my fee and hang out with you guys? Maybe we go help out some actually needy children. You know. <laughs> well, can that's I, you I, know, back in the day, they had more time. I mean, what would Cappy be like back in the day where there wasn't all these things to distract you and, you know, you you had time to think about your club and the symbology and the metaphor and build mm. the whole mythology of your club and you'd sit there and you think about it and you talk about it because, yeah, it, there's no porn that you can go online and see. There's no movies at the movie house. You know, it's uh, books are expensive, so... Mm. People had more. I mean, that was entertainment back then. Now you got Pluto TV and everything's free. And, you know, you got four different horror channels and 20 different sci-fi channels. And it's just there's more that there's more options now. There's more competition. 
So no. you're not going to spend your time thinking about that skull, what that skull represents and what that sword represents and what that coffin represents or whatever the hell it is in the Masons. Right. right. The, ch- the square, the, mas- the, the masonry square and the chisel and the this and that and the other thing. Yeah. Oh, it even got to, well, we point north for this reason or that reason. And yep. yeah. And I, with, with all the competition of social or not social media, but digital media and, it, and it's free and all that. That's the one main complaint I've had about when you go to these organizations, like especially the Eagles clubs that I stopped in at, it's just a bar. Uh-huh. It's just a bar. And the Moose Lodge I went to last night, it's, it's a, actually a clean bar. Uh, the people were friendly, not that the people at the Eagles, the other places weren't, um, but it was, it was, uh, you know, he walked in and was like, oh, and then, but then they have like this big, oh, we got activities, you know, the beanbag toss. And then, uh, uh-huh. we have the grill out and this and that. And I'm like, is that really camaraderie? Like, what if there was like maybe a seminar? I know that sounds boring and not exciting, but there's no, I know you bond through social activities and maybe I'm expecting too high IQ or something too eccentric. Uh, but it was, you know, you, you never get to be like, okay, yeah, let's, let's come to the fish fry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, all, they're all kind of the same, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was, uh, it, it was, uh, it was nice. It was, it was kind of like, Oh, okay, cool. Check that. So we, we might go back cause they were friendly, but, uh, yeah, I, I just, uh, the the eagles and the other was it wasn't all that good but uh, isn't that why i mean basically the internet has kind of ruined all these clubs right because people get their camaraderie online now right 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 they can just sit in in their house and attend the royal order of MGTOW or whatever right. and that they've got all their articles of faith and all the different i mean that's why groups splinter off so much is because they they kind of they are kind of clubs and oh, you, this is what you need to believe to be a part of this Facebook group, right? And right. you know, so it's just, it's kind of that's why the in person stuff doesn't really. It's, were there any young people there? Was it mainly old? people? No, it was mainly old people. We're yeah. certainly some. There were some people who are our age, but not much younger than their forties. Um, <clears throat> but it, I could I could see the value where you're actually meeting someone in person. So it's you got to be in meet space. You have to meet this digital stuff. Just doesn't cut it. Oh, I mean, that's why we're going nuts, right? That's yeah. Why, that's why our lives feel empty and all that kind of stuff is because we have taken this two-dimensional image on the screen. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. You know, we're able to talk to each other across hundreds of miles. And there's all kinds of people on the chat that are talking, but it's not really real. It's the Matrix. Yeah. And getting well, I, a third dimension is important but it's difficult to find people that are worth it in the third dimension yeah. no I, there's something to be said i talked about it uh if if you belong to a patron uh my patron thing i, I did a road trip podcast i talked about how i stained a deck at a buddy's place and that gave me more of a, a feel like of, of accomplishment than at least the 10 guys lives I've saved, uh, not literally saved lives, but like I spared them from a worthless degree or right. prevented them from making a horrific decision that would have cost them fifty, a hundred thousand dollars or whatever. And yes, we know financially there was more economic value done in asshole consulting. Yeah. I made a lot more money doing asshole consulting, but the fact I could physically see my mm-hmm. work at the end, you just don't get that online. And there, I bet you there's the same go about the same uh, uh, feeling meeting someone in person versus interacting with them online. It's like, no, I actually got to be around the person. I can't just look at a two dimensional image. 
Right. And, you know, it's even this, you still have to use some amount of imagination. Well, for me, for sure, you have to use imagination. But, you know, if you've got if you're showing your face and there's a video mm. that's that much closer to a real interaction, but it's still not real. Mm. And yeah, I I mean, I just split a bunch of wood. I love yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just you got to get out and do something. All this stuff is just ones and zeros and. You know, it could it could evaporate with the next EMP and it's gone. So, yep. you know, the wood is will still sit there whacked and stacked and is, is an accomplishment, you know. Hey, and you get to smoke <laughs> your pipe with pride like athlete. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah uh, drink your beer and go. That was a good day's work and sleep very well. <laughs> hey, you want to do me a favor? I Since I rebooted, I'm not able to keep up with the chat anymore. Uh, how far back does the chat go? I'm at 1143. Have you, uh, can you scroll back? Cause we had some super chats back there. We better get to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I can scroll back to 1143. Yeah. That's no, can you go, can, can you go before that? No, uh, for some reason I can't on my live comments on Streamyard. No. Okay. Hang on. Let me see if I can do it on the um, comments. I'll go to, I'm yet, I got YouTube open too. Yeah, I can see them on YouTube. The super chats. You want me to read them? Yes, please do. Let's start at the beginning. Okay. The first one, unless this isn't the first one, let me know. Uh, Wizardly Wizard mm-hmm. for five bucks. Dividend blue chips yielding 3.3 or junk bond funds yielding 5% for income. I don't get capital gains or how stock has intrinsic value. Wait, wait. Run this past me again. What now? It's a financial question. Okay. Start over again. Dividend blue chips yielding 3.3% or junk bond funds yielding 5% for income question mark. I don't get capital gains or how stock has intrinsic value. So he's, I I think he's just trying to generate income with stocks because he doesn't believe in, you know, buying a stock and then selling it and, and making income from capital gains. Okay. If... I can't give financial advice. I can't tell you whether to go with the high quality blue chip bonds or to go with the junk bonds. I can't. It's up to you to decide whether you want to take the risk and get 5%, but maybe lose your investment. Or if you want three and a quarter percent or whatever it was and more have an increased chance of having your investment. Mm -hmm. That's that's I can't. I can give you my like, what would Cappy do? But that's specific to my situation. I can, uh, Clary, should I buy this house? Clary, should I invest in IBM? You're going to sign a huge financial waiver and you're going to pay me a fuck ton of money to do the analysis. All I can, all I can say is if uh, back to the house, if you pay off your house, you are essentially yielding 4%. Right. I can, I can give that advice all day long, pay off your debts because it's risk-free. There's no downside for you paying off your debts. Right. But don't come up to me and like, oh, is this? Do I do this or do I invest in that? Would you buy this stock? Would you buy? What do you think is going to happen to Bitcoin? It's like, okay, right. well, your price just went up for me to tell you. I don't know. That's, that's so. all right. What else? Next. I can one. say I'll, I'll just add to it. I don't believe in any uh, of the traditional investing methods. I know you you kind of have to be involved, but. I don't. I like I said. If you think about your house, if you've got a mortgage on your house you are paying 4%. So if you pay that off, you are quote yielding 4% for mm-hmm. yep. income, right? So yes, yes. And with zero risk. Yes. Cuz you're the one with the risk. 
of right. not paying the bank back. Yes. Right. Yep. That's it. All right. Next what's on? next? Yep. Troy Costalecki for two bucks. Morning from SLC, gents. Oh, St. Louis, uh, Salt Lake City. Okay. Him and Rob of robsays.net are out there. Well, greetings. Thanks for coming on the show there, Troy. You want me to be a grammar Nazi? No, we don't have time. We got to get, we got to get through this shit, man. <laughs> okay. We got to get through this. Cynic shit. and chief for two bucks. Have Bert, have, have Bert and Ernie sing instead of DT. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I probably agree with that. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. funnier. Uh, nonstop Dre three sixty for two bucks. Morning, a resident gents. Marine. He's I've I've decided to call. He's a resident Marine. Another morning, gents. Good morning, nonstop. Yeah, we're just Dre. barely morning, right? Yeah, I got up, dude. I feel like a million bucks. I got actual nine, ten hours of solid sleep. So I good uh, for you. That's an account. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very uncommon because especially as you get older, it's you got to go to the bathroom and you oh what you oh my god. You worry about all this shit. And, but continue on. Here's a good one. Thank you, Rob Fogolski, for 1099. Ah, He's, the 1099 superior race. Yes. Yeah, 1099er here. And here you'll you'll love this, uh, Clary. Trump rally in Minnesota last night. State flips, Omar gone. Thoughts? Question mark. I so, don't pay attention to politics. I you if didn't I watch recall, it at all? no, I didn't even know he was here until we were at the Moose Lodge, and all of a sudden we see his picture on the face, and there's all the local media, and it's like, oh wait, he's here. You know, Air Force One lands at Minneapolis St. Paul International, and I was like, oh, he's here. Um, but if any indication, I mean, he was pretty close to flipping Minnesota uh, during his last election. It's possible, it is. Mm -hmm. But one observation I had. All right, let's remember when Obama was president, and he go speak somewhere. Yes. And his uh, sycophants would come out. They was like, oh, my God, it was the most amazing thing ever. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, what a bunch of fucking stooges. What a bunch of fucking morons. Look at these dumb leftists. Well, it's the same damn thing with Trump. They came out and interviewed. What was like, oh, my God, he's the most intelligent man ever. It was an amazing experience. I'm like, I, I don't what? But then you got to th sit and think, what is the parallel? I'll give you a hint here, DT. You tell me what this is very much like. What is the parallel? between going to the target center, a bunch of white people from the suburbs going to the target center to see Trump and something else. What is it exactly like? And they're just amazed. They're just bowing down and worshiping what's at the target center. What's the parallel? Oh, it's like a rock concert or whatever. Or, 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 or like seeing the Pope. I don't know. No, no. Sports ball. <laughs> sure. Yeah. They, they can all go down there like the fucking sheep they are. And and I'm not, I'm not a huge Trump supporter. You know, I'll support him over Hillary. Uh, but I don't care if it's Ronald Reagan. I, I'm not going to go down and fight traffic and pay whatever you got to right. pay to go down there. And he talked for 90 minutes. I was, I was even talking to the GF. I'm like, I, I understand this is election. If you're the president of the United States, don't you have something more important to do with your 90 minutes? You know, not um, to mention the time the, you had to fly in and out. At the moment, he's got a lot more important things to do. But this is a part of, I think, his strategy of, of firing people up and getting them to to basically set their sights on the left. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's what these these rallies are. I mean, it's like any kind of I mean, back to the sports ball analogy, it's firing up your team to go mm -hmm. kick the ass of the other team. 
That's what these rallies are. Down in Minneapolis, enemy territory. Mayor Jacob Fry was a complete fucking piece oh, of yeah. shit. It Just was, absolutely horrible filth and how they treated um, the president and all the, their grandstanding and all the crap that they did. Um, and so it's it's a battle. That's what it is. And and people like to feel like, I mean, I guess the, the sports ball analogy is you like to feel like you're a part of your home team beating right. the other team, right? right? So definitely the same there. But the reason why I said rock concert is there's something about the interaction with the crowd that, it, the, oh, this is a famous person. This is the president of the United States. And right. The president of the United States is interacting with me. And there's there's back and forth and that and is closer. Kind of cool yeah, stuff. that is yeah. closer because the, the, the athletes, I don't know if you Minnesota Vikings fans knew this. The athletes don't give a flying fuck about no, you. They don't, they care, don't care about you. <clears throat> they don't even know you're there. <laughs> and matter of fact, none of them are from Minnesota. Maybe one or two actually right. might be from Minnesota, but none of them care. about. Green you. Bay at least has the Lambeau leap. And, and that's, so there's a few seats in the house where you get direct interaction with the players on the field. But for the most part, you're just a spectator. Yeah. You're, you're a, I want to say the word, but I can't. So, all right. Next super. So chat, what though. about I bet, oh, just Omar? The, oh, uh, about yeah. Omar. Um, she's got enough, uh, <clears throat> criminal stuff that I think maybe even the Democrats might get rid of her. Uh, but unless the, until the Democrats want to get rid of her, she'll stay. Yep. That's uh, she's exactly just, it. She's yep. just too precious. She's, she's a female. She's from Somalia. She's Muslim. She hates America. Um, She's a product of the uh, education system here. Um, they won't get rid of her. I mean, she she is exactly what the Democrats masturbate themselves to sleep at night with. Because uh, I don't, th- I can't, I can't think of a more anti-American person than her. Well, her district is not going Republican. So yeah, the only way no, it, never that she's no. gone is if some Democrat, you know, primary. Right. She, or, she, yeah. which is possible where you find out she's been embezzling money. Which is not impossible. I mean, she's not going to work for a living. That was her dad. She's not going to work for a living. So it's possible. Uh, but it would have to be something egregious where it's like, yeah, you're out. You know, like Al Franken taking a picture five years ago with a chick or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, it would have to be something like that. So, And even that, I mean, Al Franken's a white guy. This, the, it, It's going to take a lot for her to get booted. Minnesotans just love being fucked in the ass. We're, yep. the, we're the anal rape state. We just love getting anally raped here. It's... Uh, that's it. Yeah, All right. Right. Yep, exactly. Okay, I gotta scroll for a little ways here. Whoa. Ultra testosterone. Uh, Stop posting so much. We gotta get through these chats. Atham for two bucks. Clary equals Chaparito. DT equals not Chaparito at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> Have you and Atham met? Did you guys ever meet? I think you sent him a private picture of the two of us or something like that. That's how he knows what I look like. Okay, yeah, because you've met Michael Kingswood, the author. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you are you are definitely head and shoulders above me. That's uh, in height, not singing. <laughs> actually, actually, you are head we should, and shoulders ahead of me. No, we should not. We should we do should a not. duet. No, yeah, not doing a duet. No, <laughs> Cappy and DT do not sing. Absolutely not. Not going to happen. Oh, right. come on. You got to have fun. It's just poking fun at yourself. It's great. Yeah, yeah. All, All right. right. Dean, Dean Nip or Knip for $199. Smash the like button. LO 53 years. Yeah. We got 86 people listening right now. That's pretty good. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, yeah. People all tune in. Yeah. Like the thing. Subscribe. But also 9,400 Twitter followers. If I break 10,000, you know what happens? 
Uh, I don't know. Donald Nothing. Trump retweets you. I don't know. I don't know what happens. <laughs> I just like to get 10,000. Like, hey, 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 hey. You got to get Donald Trump to retweet you. That's how you get. Uh, oh, is that how I get? That's how you get the followers and the death threats, I think. So. I have found out uh, through studying and other people that uh, Twitter, for the most part, is a waste of time. And I'm inclined to agree um, because I, I'm, I will occasionally tweet stuff out on Twitter. but uh, And I use it more to communicate with people, if anything else. But I will be um, scaling back and focusing more on the book. Like I'm really uh, abandoning social media. Um, a lot of people I haven't gotten back to, they're all, you know, like I have texted and you know how quickly I get back to people, right? Mm-hmm. Usually, mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I got emails that are three days old that I haven't gotten back to. So, um, I, yeah, it's I, interesting. I, I, um, I think again, it's back to that competition thing and just competing for your attention that the more and more that's out there, the less and less worth it. Any one particular platform is right. 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 And so that it's that personal interaction that gets you. Um, it's almost like you got to think smaller, right? Um, it's, rather- it's dilution and specialization, and in short, what it boils down to is the algorithms and the software, whatever it is. It's getting smart enough that they could tell whether you're making new content, like actual creative mm-hmm. content, or if you just got a lot of activity tweeting and posting and retweeting and shit like that. Yep. And so as long as you take the time to make good quality posts and you put the effort into it, that's what's going to get. Vox Day is is a perfect example of that. He doesn't need to tweet out shit. He writes a book. People go by and read it. Right. Um, But he he does predominantly 95% of his time is content production, whereas mine is like 75% content production and then, you know, 25% promotions. But I'm scaling that back even, uh, of which means I won't be on Twitter or Facebook or anything like that. So I won't be checking my messages as frequently. But if you got to get in contact with me, email me, I guess is the way. That's how it gets in front of my face. I'm like 95% uh, firewood production. I think that's what <laughs> <laughs> Do you have enough for the season? Uh, yeah, for this year, yeah. Okay, but, good. But it's just good. when you when you move into a new place, it's just all kinds of shit you got to do. It's just, I mean, it's just, that's, it's a full-time job to get this place. Even rich houses, man. Even bigger houses. Uh, the previous owners are morons, and you find all kinds of shit wrong. So. I, I was surprised, like, how the draining on your house was up front where, uh, yeah. where the wood was starting to rot. And then right. also, <laughs> also they didn't have – when you on your last podcast, <clears throat> they didn't have a – a critter cage up on top. Right. So animal, on the like, chimney, who, yeah. who doesn't put a fucking guard on top of the chimney? Of course, bats and shit are going to get in there. Right. Exactly. It's just, you know, I mean, and then the, whoever they're hiring, I mean, rich people hire people too. So it's mm-hmm. like, or even just moderate income people hire people to do the work. And right. these people mm-hmm. don't fucking care. They just, you know, they're just there to get the job done, get paid. They're not, you know, and the house will stand forever with no maintenance whatsoever. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's maintenance free. <laughs> I had right. my house back when I had a house. I, it was ship shape, man. That thing was, that thing was the USS Cappy and uh, it didn't look pretty and it was old, but man, if anything went wrong, I fixed it right away. Well, that's the thing is with a small house, you can get it basically, basically maintenance free. Right. But with right. bigger houses, it's just, you know, there's always something. Yeah. Yeah. The the designer gave me the new uh drafts for the new house. <clears throat> he got it to twelve hundred square feet. Awesome. Like yeah, like a little I'm like, okay, we could get a little bit bigger because you know, we need to have a sink somewhere. 
Uh, but yeah, they got it. They got it down, man. I was like, wow, this is going to be a nice little small house. So not the tiny house thing. That's total bullshit. But, that's total bullshit. Yeah. But the fuckers that I'm like, I, I really, well, as another, how could I put, I thought I could get away with 1600 square feet. That was like what I wanted. They, they blew it up to 2100. Right. And added all, I'm like, well, I was like, oh no, it's fine. It'll keep it a cost. Like, no, it didn't. And then these guys come in like, oh, actually your HOA says that you can be 1200. I'm like, yes. Yes. And so that's like, I got a nice little small cappy house. And you can always add on. That's the thing. I mean, if you've got it designed where you can just add on to the yeah. to the trust structure and just extend it out then they, or put a second can... story on or whatever. Yeah, then, yeah. Nope. This is going to be built once and Cappy's just going to live and die in that house. That's once, one and done. <laughs> one and done. That's it. So, all right. Next one. Phil for $14.99. Hey guys, good to see you both on here again. Thoughts on this new YouTube pickup shakeup? What kind of time do you think the recently convicted Adnan Ahmed, Ahmed in the UK is going to get? I don't even know what that means. I don't know what he's talking about. And he gave us 15 bucks, so I kind of feel bad. 15 bucks. Wait, hang on. Let's Google this. What was this? YouTube pickup shakeup. Pickup shakeup. Does that involve a truck? No. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they got the, the song from the car, Shake It Up. Pick Up, Shake Up. What? YouTube Pick Up, Shake Up. Adnan, what are you looking up? I'll look up this Adnan Ahmed. Adnan, how do you spell that? A-D-N-A-N, uh-huh. and then Ahmed, A-H-M-E-D. Ahmed, Ahmed. Yeah. Okay, Ahmed. YouTube deletes more pickup artist videos. Oh, okay, that's what it is. <clears throat> um, not pickup trucks. <laughs> yeah, Ford. Ford's been banned. <laughs> uh, Adnan Ahmed. He looks like a East Indian dude, and he probably yeah, he's probably a pickup artist. It says predatory pickup artist Adnan Ahmed found guilty. Uh, what do you got? That- that's out of the BBC, who posted footage of his victims online and has been convicted of threatening and abusive behavior. BBC. Man arrested over predatory... Here we go. Well, this is from January. I've got September 25th, 2019 that he's... Well, read that found. one. That's the latest one. Okay, go ahead. Read that one. Just a second here. Load it up. Uh, predatory... The predatory is in quotes. A predatory pickup artist who posted footage of his victims online has been convicted of threatening and abusive behavior... This Adnan guy who called himself Addy A-Game was found guilty of five charges at Glasgow Sheriff Court. Police began an investigation after his behavior was revealed by the BBC's The Social earlier this year. Ahmed, 38, had secretly filmed himself approaching dozens of women in Glasgow and in Eastern Europe. I mean, this sounds sort of normal, like the well, normal I, pickup artist stuff. Right, but what's, what's the laws of filming? Do they have to know... That yeah, being maybe, maybe in England. What, what is what is he? What has he been found guilty of? What are the specific charges? Uh, let's see. The BBC investigation revealed how he had posted footage of the encounters on his YouTube channel, including audio recorded during sex. Well, that might be okay. A that might much. be why. Yeah. Ahmed described himself a dating and lifestyle coach and insisted that what he did was educational. In <laughs> <laughs> quote. But a number of women gave evidence during the trial that they had been upset and intimidated by his approaches. Well, okay. okay. Uh, remanding him in custody pending sentence, Sheriff Lindsay Wood said 
these convictions were a course of criminal conduct involving young girls who were affected in a variety of ways. Two of them were schoolgirls, and another was particularly vulnerable. These are of public concern. Jurors heard how Ahmed approached two schoolgirls in a secluded lane in Uddingston, South Lan Lanarkshire in 2016 when they were aged 16 and 17. Ooh, okay, yeah. One of them told jurors he called her pretty and made her feel uncomfortable. She added, he asked me if I was at school and what I was doing at school. He was asking if I had a boyfriend, and I said no. He asked me if I was married as I was Well, did he know ring. that she was 16 or 17? Probably not. I said no and walked away. He then asked for my number and wanted to, to know if I wanted to go for coffee. I said no. This sounds like this normal uh, pickup artist crap right. that people post, you know, and... I don't even know why you watch it. I, I don't. I don't get it. I guess. Hey, here's how you approach. Here's how you do this. Here's how you do that. And everybody under the sun thinks thinks they're pickup artists now because they read a book or whatever. And this guy did it, and uh, he got nailed, I guess. And it probably, you know, all this other stuff probably would have been okay, you know, just yeah, filming but people it... in public. But if you're posting audio recording dirt and sex. Yeah, that's uh, that's the one that gets you. Yeah, I think that might be what uh, tainted the jury pool or the sheriff. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's yeah, so you just add that to to the oh, I felt uncomfortable. I felt this. I felt that. Um, I think you you can film people in public, right? I mean, there's video everywhere. Yes, uh, but if you're filming, I don't see. That's the that's the thing is I don't know the laws of Scotland, let alone Eastern Europe. Right. Uh, and then what do you do with that video? But yeah, he, he cried. See, this is the problem I have with both sides of the news, uh, mainstream or not, is it's always spun some way. And it's like, really, is that what happened to the guy? Is just, he's just a pickup artist and YouTube banned him? It's like, well, okay, well, he's got a criminal red. Yeah, he was, it, it, he was, you know, posting, having, which again, well, I don't, I don't is that technically legal or illegal? And, but it's not like this guy was some saint just walking off the boat. Yeah, I mean, it's it doesn't sound like YouTube banned him. It just it sounded like that was the evidence they used to basically say he was a pre predator. I don't know. It it, it seems like uh, I don't know. You could kind of view this both ways. That, but I think it's that audio recorder during sex that that's <laughs> that, probably uh, yeah. That's probably. I mean, everything else kind of. I mean, I don't. I don't. Uh, look at a lot of the pickup artist stuff but when i was first kind of becoming red pilled i'd come across those things and it's like yeah that they all kind of do the same thing they go out in public they approach they use their skills or techniques or whatever mm -hmm. and and they film it and it gets the clicks and so this guy did that and he tried to one up his competition and uh that might have been what was illegal i don't know that was that was <laughs> a little bit too much so. all right next super chat all right. Let's see here. Um, sorry, I had to switch back to the other screen. Are we caught? No, we can't be caught up. I thought I saw a $25 one. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, there's a $25 one coming at some point here. I'm still scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Okay. I'm uh, at, I got Noah Costa. Noah Costa, two bucks. Right, Morning, two guys. Bucks. There we are. Morning, We're Noah. No. And now 25 bucks. From Where's smooth, that one? From Smooth Jammin'. Hang on. Smooth jamming. All right. Thanks, man. 25 bucks. Okay. I started dating a girl who shares all my same interests. She fits the criteria of looking good when she glams up and above average in general. 
literally has like the same geeky stuff interests as me since before I met her. And that's the end of the comment. Unless that's I'm awesome. not seeing the whole comment. No, I, I got it here too. I, that's awesome. I, I presume yeah. he wants to know whether or not he should like, is this a girl that he dates or I mean, yes, date her uh, potential wife or long-term relationship material, but don't get your hopes up. Mm-hmm. Um, he started, here's the key thing. He started Everything's good at the beginning, man. Everything's good <laughs> for that first two weeks. You kind of, then you find out, oh, I forgot to mention I have a kid. All right, there's there's always another shoe that drops. There's always going to be another shoe that drops. Don't, I know he's, here's the problem. Depending on how old Smooth Jammin' is, if he's young, he's on cloud nine. Remember that when you'd fall in love, they're not uh-huh. even in love, but there'd be a girl you really like. You're like, yeah. And then she like would just not call you the next day after you know. Like, well, I mean that yeah, they could like the same. They have like the same the same favorite song, and you'd be just yeah on cloud nine. Wow, she likes Dream Theater mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever. Well, no, I, I'm talking. It goes beyond this. Like you actually get a connection with the girl. The problem is you never dated. I wish I wish you just didn't, didn't do marry the dating. first girl. Yeah. yeah, you didn't get a lot of dating, but I'll, I'll tell you the experience us normal men have had. Uh, you you go on a date or you'll meet this girl and she will have interest in you. You could uh, even make out, have sex. Like there's there's obvious she likes you, and you're like, this could be the one. This is amazing. And uh, I remember it, there's been more than one girl that's fit this uh, criteria, but the one that stands out. This guy, it was the best first date of my life, and blows any other first date I've ever had away. I'm like, wow, we're hitting it. I got it. She likes me. I like her. Da, 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 da. I'm going to play it cool. I'm going to ask out in a couple of days. Da, 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 da. And I called her a couple of days. I'm like, this is when you called people. There was no texting or email. Hey, do you want to go out? And right off the bat, like she's like, oh, hey. I'm like, hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm in love. I'm on cloud nine. And you just heard her like, hey. And I'm like, oh, what's wrong? Nothing. It's like, Oh, maybe she just had a bad day. And I, and I remember, I, I'm like, you want to get some food? She's like, okay. And I'm like, all right, I'll pick you up. And we went to Subway and just dead silent. The girl I, the girl I had dated, you know, the, the several nights before was asking me questions, was having fun. Uh, this one, it, I was a dentist pulling teeth to get her to talk. And then sure enough, she calls, I don't think it's going to work out. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? We just had this great time. And so that's what I'm saying with uh, smooth jamming is y- you just started dating. Don't get don't get too excited. Don't get too worked up or too worried about it. But um, so there's two different kinds of haze. There's the hey, and then there's the hey. Yeah. <laughs> By all means, keep Dude. pursuing her. Absolutely, it's great. But what's yeah, up, Chadwick? It, yeah, it's uh, uh, I twenty five bucks. Great job, you know. And hopefully, it's it's going to be good. I just say that nobody's perfect. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Other people aren't perfect. Here's more from Smooth Jammin'. Uh, She's patient, (laughs) sweet, my same age, owns a house, subletting to two gays. Here's my caveat. She has GERD problems. God damn it, guys. Don't make us fucking look shit up. What is GERD now? GERD is, I think it's just reflux. Gastrointestinal. Gastro. Okay, so she has... Yeah, it's 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 reflux. So she has bad breath. Is that the worst thing? I mean, she brushes her teeth a little bit more. All right, so we got that there. Chad, what's up? You guys uh, mind if I hang for a bit while I do work? Well, if you're going <laughs> to type and take phone calls, yes. 
<laughs> can mute it. What do you want to be here for if you're working? Uh, well, you know, there's there's answering the phone and hey, and then there's yeah. answering the phone like oh hey, and then you there's another one that's like hey, we should hang out soon. Yeah, we yeah. should watch bad sports ball teams. I was doing that last night. Cool. Um, I got a mission for you. Did you get that on Twitter? Yes. Okay. Can you look into that for me and figure out what I got to do? Yeah, I'm doing Twitter that. Me, all right. Twitter me back the instructions. All right. Okay. All right. Chad's on a mission now. All right. I'm let's on continue on. Go ahead there, uh, DT. Nick Shulaner for one cent less than two bucks. Morning. Thanks for background noise to work to. Oh. That's that's tune in for the background noise. Yeah. We're like, we're you... like a fan. We're like a fan <laughs> when you fall asleep, right? That's what we are. <laughs> we're like that running water in the background. Uh, Nick Shulaner, who you can find at nickshulaner.com for all your digital marketing needs. And I did his, uh, he had a real interesting question today on Asshole Consulting. I did one video this morning. I was able to get it out. <clears throat> and um, it was, he was, he was thinking like, well, what if YouTube and Facebook and Twitter just came out and says, hey, we hate all you conservative people and screw Trump. And if you don't like that, go eat a bag of dicks. And you think, he says, do you think conservatives would still use the platform or would people finally abandon it? I'm like, no, they won't because Starbucks and Apple have outright come out and said that they hate you. Nike has come out right and said they hate you. Gillette has come out right and said they hate you. And only Gillette has really suffered because Republicans are cucks and they'll just get their Starbucks because they need their Starbucks. They need their Apple iPhone. And so, no, YouTube could come up with, with the with a video of you know, like a, a YouTube Netflix uh, partnership uh, uh, like movie where it just shoot Republicans, Republicans would still use YouTube. It would still, <laughs> it would still subscribe. <clears throat> so that's Nick. Smooth right. jamming is really giving the money to talk about this uh, relationship. That he's oh, wow. In. Another 10. Another Jeez, 10 thank you. Thank you. On top of this, she majored in communications and oh. can barely get hired, which she chalks up to anxiety oh, at interviews. No. The worst of this being she caught herpes simplex two. <laughs> Sorry. Should I continue dating? Uh, herpes. Isn't herpes sort of normal? I mean, that you get. I mean, herpes, herpes is just. I think herpes cold simplex stars, right? one is is a cold. I think simplex two is the genital herpes. Uh, Hang on. Well, wasn't there some stat that a lot of people have it and it just doesn't? I, uh, funnily manifest? enough, have an article up here. Herpes yeah. simplex one versus two. <clears throat> How about the okay. space herpes? Space herpes from uh, space pirates. Uh, okay. <laughs> herpes simplex viruses. Uh, one is oral, two is genital. Okay. I don't know. See, here's Chad. Remember what we were talking about calming down? Yeah. Okay, there's a damn good chance that my health problems is due to stress. There's no right? doubt about it. Well, I thought alcoholism, but again, it's conflicting. They say the liver's fine. You just happen to have a growth on it. It's like, really? Have you, have you told people this yet? Yeah, I already have. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, I mean, okay. I mean, maybe people haven't tuned into that preview, but I don't want to keep going over this again right. and again until I find out new information because there's no reason. I don't want to sound like, oh my God, I, gotta, I don't want to sound like the whiny complaining. I just merely update people. To the point that, but there's a damn good chance it's stress caused and it's shit like this. And I'm trying, I wish I could be like Atham. I wish I could be stoic. I wish I could not 
get angry at traffic. The thing with traffic is I can avoid it because I work from home. But I don't know, Smooth Jammin, what the fuck do you think? Do you think you want to get herpes too? Do you want your penis to look like a fucking shredded up piece of meat? Is I mean, I wish it. I wish he was trolling, but somebody is not going to pay forty five dollars in fees to troll me, right. unless they're really rich and they just. Uh, and I gotta, I gotta control. I, I geez, should we take a vote? DT, what do you think? What do I think? Well, the I see. Yeah, I didn't date much. Uh, I waited until marriage to have sex. I was a virgin when I got married. I don't, um, we don't need the long version. So, Should he so, date but, somebody with herpes? Yes or no? I mean, for me, I would say no. Anybody! <laughs> but this is, I mean, it's a different reality out there. And uh, from, from Adam ruins everything. That's the only, that's my source of information here is that herpes simplex two is fairly common and uh, lots of people have it and it doesn't really, it's not, uh, life-threatening or anything like that. So um, it would depend on, it's the it's the scales. If she's really a really cool person and you just love being around her, then that's, that's just something you have to deal with. Hey, no, no. He's got to be knowing this is the one to get married and they're going to have herpes together because if he fucks yes, her, right. he's going to get it. And then if it doesn't work out, now he's really fucking handicapped going forth dating girls because he's got herpes. Yeah. He's stuck on the herpes app. You got to go the herp app where you find other people with herpes so you can have you can have sex consequence free. Yeah, I guess. I mean, not everybody watches Adam ruins everything, you know, and not. I mean, it's one of those things where people go, eh, you know, and and medically it's not that big of a deal. But the, the larger society goes ah, space herpes. So, yeah, you're right. All right. Uh, what's the next one we got? Chad, are you shuffling papers? Oh, here, I'll mute myself. Sorry. Mute yourself, please. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Don't need scrolling. the math horny hour. Scrolling, scrolling. <laughs> Alpha test level bra for two bucks. Ultra high T says hi. When is Roosh having kids? Well, if I know. You're not in the bedroom with him? and no. Not in the exactly bedroom with I don't know. Roosh is not calling me up. Hey, Aaron, I'm about to inseminate a woman. He has do you, not. Uh, do you know his sperm count? Um, I, do you, do you know, know her cycle? Count. You know, I mean, you don't know these things. Jesus Christ. You know what? I, <laughs> I, and I appreciate it. You know, you guys could donate, but there's an argument to be made where like uh, Rich Cooper just charges an arm and a leg uh, to have, have, have the consultation. I like this with the super chats. It's fun, but. Um, <laughs> should I date a woman with herpes? I, I think that's one of the things where it's like, I got to charge $500. <laughs> mm, the coffee's good. Mm, right? The coffee's good. Yeah. <laughs> God, right, my what? sides, I'm not joking. My side is hurting now and not in a funny ha ha way. It's kind of like, oh yeah, there's a, there's a growth there. Uh, Which gives further proof. This is stress caused. Well, if you're thinking about, if you're all of a sudden you're thinking about herpes, you know, and your body becomes aware of sensations. So maybe that's what, that's what triggers that. There's also when the GF, who you've met, and I know you like it, adore, but no woman is perfect. Mm -hmm. And there are times where, especially moving, which is a stressful situation and selling a house, which is a stressful situation. If those women don't line the fuck up and support you and start nagging and nitpicking and that like that, my side would start to hurt before these. Right. This was a this yeah. was a regular, no booze, no nothing, just fuck. 
and you know, there it's it, and there was t- almost there's the door time. You know, there's we'll play this record again. There's the door. So um, you're saying your side is like your spider sense. It almost is. It almost is. Yeah, when certain kids who have uh, parents that fucked but didn't parent are around, it it would happen. Um, so you're revealing your secret to being able to give good advice is is you you listen to your side. <laughs> you know, is this a tough problem? If my side starts hurting, no, it's, it's a tough problem. This is this is it's not a tough problem. It's just people. Driving me fucking nuts, man. Okay. Well, Traffic yeah. I can avoid. I can't avoid my job. You know, I can't avoid this job. Wizardly. Wizardly wizard. Go on. Wizardly wizard. Five bucks. Are there economic advantages to being poor, having nothing to lose? I was reading that a lot of poor people are judgment proof against creditors. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've seen many people get free leases, get to live in a house for free, especially during the dot com or not dot com, the housing bubble days. People got to live in these houses for years without paying mm-hmm. the mortgage, rent-free and mortgage-free. Um, and then seven years later, that bankruptcy is expunged from your record. And there's also, I mean, this is what led me to asshole consulting. And I had nothing to lose. There was nothing for me to lose. And so I might as well have mouthed off on the internet because fuck banking. Banking wasn't going to work out. Uh, mm-hmm. And it even helped me at times where, uh, you ever see American Beauty? Yes. Where Lester Burnham finally has enough and he, he tells everyone to fuck off his boss, right. his wife, his kids, neighbors. And all of a sudden, people start respecting him and things start going his way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is absolutely true. And I'd almost say, now, I'm not saying you get in fights and threaten people because then you go to jail. But if you're poor and you have nothing left to lose, yes, absolutely, you, you can do that creditor bolt. You can steal from lenders. You can do that. That's not moral. It's not right. But you can do that. Um, but if you got nothing left to lose, you could take gambles and risks mm-hmm. uh, that other people can't. You know, it, it, think of it more in terms of like, do you have kids or not? If you don't have kids, yeah, you can ride motorcycles. You can do this. You can do that. You can date a bunch of gals, whatever. But if you got kids, you got to be a little bit more conservative because it's not that's not, you're not the only person that's going to be affected by it. But yeah, if you have nothing left to lose, it's that's probably the most free you're ever going to be in terms of what actions are on the table. And even though I'm still a minimalist, you know, I'm not rich by any stretch of the imagination. Um, you know, I got a little bit left to lose. You know, I got a, you know, I got a little modicum of savings. You know, I have, I have my house, uh, but I got a, but still it's like, if anyone it's like, go fuck off, you know, what do you, mm-hmm. gonna, you want my truck? There's my truck. Take my truck. There's, there's your, your old uh, Chevy Silverado from 2004. Have a, have a, have a old truck, you know, congratulations. Uh, but yeah, it, it, absolutely. There's there's a lot to be said for that. I I tuned in briefly to uh, Rich Cooper's podcast with uh, Rolo, mm-hmm. and Rich Cooper's you know his message is play to win, right? Are you playing mm-hmm. to win? Or are you playing not to lose? Do the work, and and uh, you know having nothing to lose makes it a lot easier to play to win. Right, I would say that that's that's that part of that equation. So. Yeah, you're almost playing with house money at that time. Right. Benefactor has given you money. It's like, well, it's not mine to lose. Yeah. So it's, e- it's easy to play to win when you have nothing to lose. Hey, it's our old buddy. Who? Well, read the site. Read. Fa- the follow. You're the, you're the co-host. If you're on the show, you're, otherwise I monologue. Go. What's the up bearded there? bearded The bearded Nemophilus. He's a regular. I I, oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't recognize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thanks for the exclusive Patreon content, Cappy. No problem. That's uh, I really appreciate. It. I did. I uh, 
there's only there's you know only so much time during the day and that patreon thing is here's people actually paying me charitably out of their own money and uh, i'm like yeah i really owe it to them so i i put together a podcast yesterday and i wish i had more time cuz then i could like oh here's more mary joe's picks here's uh you know i found another you know how hard it is to find a girl who's willing to model that's pretty well that's willing to get back to you right and willing to get back yeah. to you yeah a pro yeah it takes right. it takes a bit um but you know i could throw up some more pictures of that but uh, it, it's, it's a little hard, but I, I'd like to put more content up there. I just don't have the time, but I did. I'll, I'll toss you guys a bone every once in a while. Hey, thanks for the, I, I looked up Nemo Phyllis cause I didn't know what it meant. Yeah. So it, me- it means, uh, enjoying the outdoors basically. <laughs> so thanks for that. I learned something today. Oh. Bearded Nemo Phyllis. Gabriel a five bucks. This is awesome. Background noise while working remotely as a programmer. All thanks to Cappy's advice back in 2015. Best 20 bucks I ever spent. I got to ask Gabe a question. How is this? How can you program and listen to this at the same time? Like, do you have to think and really focus on what you're typing? Because like, it's just seeing programming and, 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 and fucking goddamn liberals and retards. And it is like, uh, you know, Gabe, why is why is cursing and swearing in your code? This doesn't look logical. Well, guys, it's very easy to do taxes while listening to you guys. It's really pleasant, actually. I'm having a good <laughs> you, time. <laughs> you can focus on doing your taxes, really? Sure. I'm just looking at numbers, and I can tune out, you know, most of the, you know, crazy stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, that's that's a good question, though. I mean, back when you were studying Cap in yeah. college, what was your background noise for studying? Asian students. Okay, so I mean, there was no- <laughs> there was I was I worked. It depended on where I was stationed. For the most part, um, when I was studying or working, studying, studying, which is predominantly when I was working. When I was studying, predominantly I'd be on a building shift, and we were assigned to different buildings for different security reasons. Um, a lot of times it was dead silence because we'd be working the overnight shift and no one was in the building, which was so, perfect for. Studying. And you could do, and so you preferred dead silence you don't dead like dead silence okay because i've been trying to write books at libraries and i just can't find a quiet li- or libraries are not quiet they're not quiet anymore um kids are in there um old people talk to the librarians uh it's not quiet anymore um but then uh one of my main buildings i was stationed at was the electrical engineering computer science building which again predominantly asian students and you know what asian students sound like uh, a flock of birds. I don't no, know. they sound like this. Because oh, they're, okay. they're studying. They're quiet. It's <laughs> okay, great. Okay. Every once in a while, one would come up. Oh, hey, I locked myself out. Or, oh, hey, how you? Because, you know, you make, oh, hey, Aaron, how you? Oh, hey, you know, Rahib or Abdul or whatever. And Yang, and uh, they go their way. Uh, but no, it was, it was very quiet. Um, I, I, don't, I think the loud, if, if you got, if you got stationed at like an activity or an event at the dorms, like they're having like a, remember Surge, the soda? No, you don't remember Surge? Okay, so no, I Surge, never had it. I was never a caffeine. I remember Surge. Surge. Yeah, Surge, Surge had, had like a. Yeah, it was like Mountain Dew times two. You know, it was it was the predecessor to the to the power drinks, like and Jolt, so, right? Yeah, yeah, like Jolt. And so Surge came in. I think they had an inflatable jumpy place, and you know, security is assigned to that detail. It's just basically make sure no one gets in a fight or yeah, nothing happened, but you can't study while you're, you're sitting there with too much noise and P- plus you should be like looking out for people and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But um, yeah, that was, that was my, that was my studying. Uh, it's almost to the point. I want to go back to those libraries or the EEC side building 
uh, because it is quiet. And then I could write because the libraries over on the uh, east side of the metro are shit. Mm. Um, just just too damn low. So, but uh, anyway, see, I'd listen to music. I mean, that's uh, my whole engineering degree was was uh, was achieved through listening. Mo- I would listen to all kinds of music, but uh, and you know, heavy metal and all that kind of stuff. But uh, during my college years, I did like classical music quite a bit and film scores and things like that. And I could so, see that, yeah, where it's not rock or anything. It just yeah. I could see that in the back. I could I could work to jazz jazz in the background. Uh, well, you know what? When I was studying for my CPA exams, it was actually baseball in the background. Oh, okay. Yeah, you didn't have to pay into it. It just somehow made me focus. I bet you golf would be like that too. Right? Yeah, yeah, golf. And now Chad Elkins coming up to the 17th hole. Chad Elkins is 7,300 over par. Uh, anyway, I, I did want to say one other thing to Gabe. Uh, all thanks to Cappy's advice back to 2015, best $20 ever spent. Uh, thanks, Gabe. That actually means a lot to me. At, uh, it's good to see that you're a programmer. You're making money. And check out check out his girlfriend there. You guys see her? I, I guys, hello? On, I didn't click on the, Where? Where the do link. You, yeah. Don't you see it on the... Or am I the only one that could see it in the studio can, right it's now? It's a little small. But yeah, I, I can't see. She looks like a looker. I, I'm just saying she's. He's got a cute gal, so he's got. He's right. in STEM. He's making money. He, he didn't get into debt, hopefully, and he's got himself a cute blonde. I mean, he's he's batting a thousand, right? and 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 a little bit in part to old Capmeister here. So it makes me feel a little 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 thing here in my pump because my heart was traded in long ago for a pump. <laughs> um, your Darth Vader. Yeah. My Darth Vader pump. <laughs> All right. AI Empire for 10 Dang pounds, on. I think. Uh, yeah, that's like 13, 14 bucks. What do you think about movie movies being reviewed on woke credentials rather than artistic merit? For example, <laughs> I've seen a lot of negative reviews on New Joker movie because they view it as alt-right. Well, that's that's what the mainstream and your um, your professional critics judge everything by now like mm-hmm. if you go to rotten tomatoes like uh Chappelle's show or his special yep. uh it got like zero percent from the uh professional critics and then like a 95 percent positive review from the consumers um i i just ignore them i i don't listen to the media and i don't listen to the mainstream media because they're lying they're mm-hmm. or at best they're spinning it somehow or leaving out some key context or some key information and facts i don't Listen to journalism majors of any age because they're fucking liars and they're dumber than fuck. And they're politically motivated. And the same thing with any kind of review uh, done by, quote unquote, the professionals. So when when I see Rotten Tomatoes pros review something, eat a bag of dicks, I don't care. Uh, Now, they may be virtue signaling to a market, to a, a small minority, loud minority audience, like, hey, and, and think about that. You, if you're a professional movie reviewer, there is a group of people, a segment of the market that won't go watch the movie because it's good. Right. They want to watch it because of its fucking politics, yeah, yeah. which is horrible. That's yeah. like, I want to I want to listen to some music, not because it sounds good, but because the lyrics say kill whitey. Or fuck Republicans. And you are missing out on so much stuff, so much happiness and joy. I mean, I I don't want to uh, go out with this girl because she's got nice big tits and, and, and uh, I want to know if she's a leftist or not. 
right. you are passing up on everything that is good, creative, and wonderful in the world if everything is going to be based on woke credentials and woke professionals reviewing it for you. Oh, here's a restaurant that serves up great burgers, but it's not organic. And I heard that he might have voted for a republic. Well, fuck that guy. I'm going to eat at the grass and tofu place because the food sucks, but at least it has a small carbon footprint. It's like, wow, your life really, really, really does suck. So, I mean, you can almost, not almost, you 100% can take the opposite of what these people say and know whether or not you should go see a movie or consume a product or not. But uh, I just, I just, the, the Joker movie, I'm more prone to see it now because mm -hmm. they are saying, oh, you know, people are going to shoot up theaters and it's all right. Um, but I, yeah, you do be, the opposite. If somebody's saying, oh, this isn't woke enough, you're like, huh, huh that might right. mean it's actually good. <laughs> let's, let's say you had, had Tanner Mc, Mc, uh, Schmoboy. Uh, uh, Annalie Johnson, um, uh, you know, hyphenated name with his master's degree in outdoor recreation. And, uh, he, him, and he's got his like little beard and everything. He's got his thick rim glasses and he comes up to you. He says, I, I want to set you up with a really good friend of mine. Do you even want to bother going out with, uh, <laughs> Tanner's friend there? No, <laughs> no. I mean, leftists are not going to recommend excellence. Because it's the antithesis. They're the antithesis of excellence. They're they're about lowest common denominator. They're about their politics. It's not about is this a good show. They they are so uh, not shall they, they're so nothing. They're such a black hole that all they have is their politics. That that's how they judge everything by. And they cannot just enjoy a good blowjob from a good looking gal. You know, well, oh, is this patriarchy and me sticking my dick in her mouth? Is that somehow a sexual oppression? I just like, oh, Jim the God. ironic thing is that good, good art is supposed to challenge. It's supposed to challenge you. It's supposed to challenge everything, right? What intellectually? They're just, just in, in all kinds of different ways. Good yeah. art challenges, right? It it uh, it doesn't meet your expectations. It's it, there's all kinds of things. I mean, that's good art. Good art. No, challenges. good art is like I look but, and I like it. But woke now is comfort to people. It's not challenging. It's, it's saying what they want to hear. It's not challenging right. at all. It's, it's comfort. It's a security blanket. It's those comfy little slippers. Ah, yes. Feminism in a movie. My, my opinions are validated. Now, if you want to have a quote woke movie, which no white person should be using the term woke in my opinion. I mean, I hate that term. Do you hate that term woke? It, it's descript I, I haven't gotten spent so much time as to develop an opinion or get pissed off about it but you can if you want you, I just think it's a stupid shortcut it's meant to be hip right and just right, oh well, I'm man. I'm standing up to the man or it, it has you know. its, it has its vocabularic use yeah okay I just I mean that's why I just go back to challenging it should if if you're you, you can entertain or you can challenge an art right and sometimes you can yes. do both right and if you want to challenge then actually challenge. And it sounds like Joker does that. It doesn't, it's not taking the easy way out of quote, woke credentials, right? Right. It's right. challenging everything. And, and like the good comedians, they piss everybody off. It's right. It, it, that's what right. I mean about, uh, about, you know, you're doing it right when everybody's angry at you or everybody's upset or, and then, you know, you're actually, challenging people right or when your books get banned out of libraries yes that's exactly. you know your dad's a, right here this guy yeah so yeah i i would it's just another it's an anti-instrument like when when this would be like a, a a professional leftist critic 
if they said if they were a gas gauge, if they say you're empty, you got a full tick. If they say you're full, you know you're empty. So you just take the opposite of what right. the professional credential woke yeah. people say, and yeah, right. You do the opposite. And the true artists can a, a true artist. You won't know what fucking side they're coming down on. Right. I mean, Joss Whedon, he's a total feminist douche nozzle. Right. Right. But that guy can write great movies and, and he created a political Firefly, back to Firefly, the, the, probably the greatest libertarian hero ever created Mal Reynolds, Mm -hmm. this total leftist douchebag created him. And so good artists can tap into, to anything, even um, ideology, even what's his name? Uh, Who's the black uh, director, film producer? Oh, the, the new horror guy. No, no, no. Uh, he's older. He's he's been around for a while. Spike. Uh, oh, Spike, Spike Lee. Lee. Spike Lee. Yeah. He did a he did a movie called The Bank Job. Straight up bank heist, heist flick. It was great. Had uh, mm-hmm. Clive Owen in it, and right. it was a good movie. And it proved that you know it doesn't have to be politics with him all the time. He's capable of making a damn good movie. And I remember the eighties when it was a damn good movie. You know, there, did did you understand the feminist interpretation of the oppressed underclass in uh, Back to the Future? It's like, no, there's this kid called Marty McFly. He needs to go back in time to, I even forget the plot, but then shenanigans engage yeah. with his family of the past and Doc Brown and all that. I mean, everyone could enjoy it. Right. You know, I, I didn't have to worry about the cross intersectionality between lesbianism right. and African-American rights and die hard. No, it's like uh, there's this guy in a tower. And it's a terrorist. He's tried to save himself and his wife. You know, well, it's, it, it's the Halloween season now and a classic example of a movie that kind of broke barriers and was seen as woke at the time is Night of the Living Dead. And you listen to George Romero talk about it. And he just wanted the best actor for the job. And that's why he had the starring role as a black guy. And then during once the the movie night of the thought, living wait 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 uh, George Romero didn't he start out like with low budget and then oh, yeah. he okay yeah night of the living dead super low budget movie and and it's who it's was the com- hero in that who was the black actor in ben, that one Ben I can't remember the uh, Dwayne ben Shapiro ben Dwayne Carson. Jones Dwayne Jones is the actor's name the the character's name is Ben okay and they wrote the when he wrote the screenplay it was just kind of like he was imagining this truck driver guy white mm-hmm. guy as Ben. And but when they started casting, he wanted the best actor he knew, who just happened to be a black guy. So so the this Dwayne Jones was looking at the script and going, "Are you sure you want me to do that? You sure you want me to hit a white woman? And you sure you want? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're it's fine, it's fine. This is just a star movie. Let's go." And and so they had no intent of of it being this kind of culturally woke movie and having kind of the overtones and undertones that it has, it happened to come out right around the time that MLK was assassinated. Oh, is and that so old? It, yeah. Oh yeah. This is a black 68? and white movie. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Okay. Yep. And so, and so it came out during this whole time of upheaval and it just kind of, they weren't intending it to be this culturally, you know, woke commentary. Movie. There was no commentary. Yeah, there was no commentary at all. Right. Yeah. right. They just wanted to make a good movie with a kind of a downer of an ending and, and uh, and it just it 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 hit just at the right time. So a lot of these artists, I'm convinced that people that that look into things, there's nothing there. They didn't intend that. It just kind of worked out that way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think a lot of art art is exactly like that. They just well, want to make a good movie, and then other people read into it. And before you know it, you got literature classes at college talking about pickles in jars that are sure. supposed to symbolize penises. When sure. the guy just like pickles, maybe. Yeah. Well, and and the 
the comic book I want to uh, write, but I can't draw. <clears throat> the main hero, the the main guy is 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 black, and like why why is he black? Are you trying to like? It's like no, I just I pictured the guy, uh-huh. and he's black. You know the character, and and for whatever reason, I like this guy is black, um, and you know, and and he's also slightly rotund. Oh, why is he rotund? What what did Aaron as the comic book? <laughs> it's right. just what came to my fucking mind. This is the character. Right. Like you got an right. idea. This is the person. It's like here are his physical traits, and it isn't anything beyond that. You know, mm-hmm. it, it isn't like you're this fucking English teacher. I was talking to someone. Um, uh, yeah, I was, went golfing. This guy was impressed that I was an author, and his mom was an English teacher. And he was telling her like he had this book. It was his favorite book, and it was science fiction and or, or fantasy fiction. And so his mom started reading and she, she's like, comes up to him and says, what do you think the author meant by this, this sentence? And he looks at it and he says, I think he just wanted to slay the orc mom. I mean, they, <laughs> these fucking frauds who like, oh, what's the meaning? We have to hyperanalyze, you know, the bird went up the tree. What do you think it means? I, th- I think it means the bird went up the fucking tree. Guys, I got to run. I got another deadbeat loser here. So I'll talk to you later. Have fun, <laughs> chat. Yeah, see you. It's like Charles Dickens. People, I mean, he's like this great author, great writer, all kinds of college courses about him or whatever. The reason why he came up with such flowery language and description and all those kinds of things, because he was paid per word. And so it's always these simple reasons. And then later on, people who can't make art look back and go, well, this guy was a genius. He just, you know, he, he tapped into whatever. And, and there's always, I, I imagine more often than not with real art anyway, the one, the art that kind of stands the test of time, mm-hmm. there's very simple reasons for why they made certain choices. If and- you're a, yeah, <laughs> go on. I mean, if you're a music history major or a literature major, even if you're an art major where you're studying to do art, you're not the actual artist yourself right. or you're reading right. through literature, right? you're not an artist. You're, <laughs> you're talentless. You're a sports you can, analyst. You can. You're. A, you are a sports analyst. Yes, yeah, you hit yeah. it on the head. That's exactly. Yeah. You're not the guy throwing the fucking ball. Matter right. of fact, it's worse. You're like one of those gals who's never thrown the fucking ball. You're just hired because of your tits. You. You are the Monday morning. You are the person who cannot do. You can merely study and then claim to be an expert and read shit into it. Where it's like, yeah, you know, Tom Brady just really wanted to get a touchdown. Uh, like mm-hmm. he does every fucking time. And, <laughs> well, you see, he did the right hand hook with the double whip de doo slingity ding. It's like, no, he saw he was open. He threw the ball to the guy. That's right. it. That's all it was. Yep, exactly. So I mean, I think that's the same, the same way with art. The same with, same thing with any of that kind of stuff. Is yeah. sometimes you just luck out too, you know? Yeah. And yeah. and I think sometimes if people get uh, famous too early, I mean, there's like J.D. Salinger, the um, catcher in the rye guy, I think. Um, you know, he hit it big right away mm-hmm. and I don't know his reasons behind writing the book the way that he did, but there quickly became all these people experts and criticizing it and saying it's the, he's genius and all this kind of stuff. I don't think he wrote anything else. I think sometimes if, if artists get too much attention, then all of a sudden it's like, well, one, the money's coming in. So why produce any more? I'll art? tell you, and, if I make several two, million dollars, I'm going away. You ain't going to send me. No. And two, you know, then your next piece of art is going to be hyper criticized, you know, oh, we can't wait to see the new novel from J.D. Salinger or from uh, the, the Kill a Mockingbird chick or whatever. She, she wrote one book and she followed it up with a sequel. And, and, uh, wait, to kill a Mockingbird, didn't it have, didn't they have kind of a, deliberate end yeah it did i mean it was a standalone book and then just recently here in the last 
10 years or so, five years or so, she wrote a sequel to it. She's still alive? I guess, Harper Lee. To Kill a Mockingbird. They, and they she had a movie of that with Gregory Peck yes, in the 60s, yeah. didn't yep. they? Yeah, and she wrote the one book, and it was an instant classic, and you know, a, a taught in school, and just analyzed, overanalyzed, and so she wrote a sequel to it, and it was more woke. You know, it wasn't really challenging. Oh, it was yeah. more just kind of the hero of the first book ends up being a racist. And it's, just, you know, and, and it kind of ruined the the great piece of art that she wrote just kind of to, to write for fun, to, to write because that's what was in her head. And then over the next decades or whatever, she gets all this attention and, and decides to write a sequel. And I don't know. I didn't read it, but it doesn't sound like it's worth reading to me. I've, I, I write uh, nonfiction, of course, but if I ever were to write fiction aside from my comic book uh i'm gonna if you're gonna put that much time and effort into the first book you want to line it up for sequels and in the outside chance that it it makes movies but then also because you want people to get hooked oh my god and so my my fictional series books is would be called clary super awesome and then clary super awesome two and then clary super awesome three and then my god can clary get any more super awesome oh my god yes he can Instant so be bestsellers. The, yeah, instant bestsellers. <laughs> All right, what we got from yeah. Juan here? Yeah, Juan Cabrera for $9.99. Shout out from San Francisco. What's a great first time trip with my kids? Niagara Falls, Grand Canyon, or what other areas in the U.S. do you recommend? I'll be driving around the country. Uh, boy, Niagara with Falls. Kids. Well, how? I mean, how much time budget does he have? And it depends on how old the kids are, too. It depends on the quality of your car as well. Um. If you're in San Fran, a must, uh, and you can even do this in a weekend, is Yosemite National Park. That's an amazing trip. Um, what time is he going? What's the first trip? Uh, yeah, so it, it really depends because you get these snow mountain passes and, and all that. But let me see. Uh, yes, uh, Crater uh, Lake National Park is kind of cool. That's in the northern, uh, you got northern California, southern Oregon. Uh, but Yosemite, that'd be a no-brainer. Uh, but if you want to do a true cross-country trip, you have to do the Grand Canyon. I would also say you have to do Zion and Moab. Uh, Moab meaning two national parks, arches and canyon lands. Um, if you got kids, you know what would really be fucking cool? And if you're in Moab, it's only a half a day's drive. I'd go to Vernal, Utah, go to Dinosaur National Monument Park, and look at and and. You, you stop at the park <clears throat> then you take the shuttle and they take you to the dig site you will mm. never only Drumheller, which is on all the way in alberta which is probably too far from where juan wants to go but if you got little kids by god take them to vernal utah dinosaur national monument i it's it's the length of a football field and a half dt mm. and about 30, 40 feet, just this wall, a cliff they've exposed. The bones are massive. And it, hmm. it must have been a dump. Like the dinosaurs must have been yeah. falling off a cliff. It's just packed. This wide, like the, the spinal cord of a brontosaurus, several in a row. I mean, it's just all there. And they're real. You can actually see these in their months. You know, not my little dumpy, you know, I got an ammonite. Oh, you know, oh, I got a clam. I mean, these are the real things. Right. And and you're right there. You could reach out and touch them, although they advise against it. But that is going to be out of your way, but would be something your kids probably love because it's so unique. Um, but if you're willing to go all the way out to Niagara Falls, uh, honestly, I'd fly to Niagara Falls because once you get to where the mountains end and you start getting into the plain states, right. there's nothing. 
right. now you got to haul ass across the plain states, across the Mississippi, across the Missouri, uh, not the Missouri. Yeah, if you're coming in the northern part of Missouri. And then you got to go across the Ohio Valley, and and there's really nothing on the west uh, east side. Um, but I would I would stay straight west side, and that would be that would be cool. Um, trying to think, where could you go from Vernal? Rocky Mountain National Park is okay. Um, while you are down in Moab, maybe you want to swing into Cortez before you go to Moab. There's a Canyon of the Ancients. A lot of people say go to uh, Mesa Verde National Park. This is where you can see adobe huts of the Utah Indians from, you know, a thousand years ago. And you can see petroglyphs. Um, I wouldn't do that because it's overpriced and you got to drive way into the off the highway. Canyon of the Ancients, free. Park your car, walk 50 feet in. There's an ancient adobe hut. Uh, and I think the kids would really find that really neat. Uh, you'll find it neat, too. Uh and that's that's cheap and free. Uh, yeah, I would trigger. I would say with kids, I mean, it's funny what kids remember. Um, mm-hmm. You could take your kids to the coolest national park or whatever, and they might remember something completely ordinary, right? Mm-hmm. They might think, "Oh, that was the coolest thing when we did this little thing off the side of the road." So, and my only advice is, yeah, I, I mean, if you want to do it big, you can do what you want to see, but. Um, um, it's the little things are just as important sometimes. And it's funny what they'll remember. I mean, you could put all this effort into planning the perfect vacation to see all kinds of great stuff and your kids will just want to whatever. They'll, they'll yeah. oh, remember that. Remember that playground that was really cool off the side of the road there. God, we <laughs> At had the McDonald's. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, we went up into the McGambler thing and it had yeah. the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. So it, you know, <laughs> for, for Juan's purposes, here's, here's what I do. Okay. You, these kids are going to grow up and then you can do your adult adventuring if you want. I would say make it for the kids. Cause you're only going to get one shot at this. Yeah. So absolutely do the dinosaurs. You know, Indians are cool. All oh, the ancient Indians, uh, pet there's even, um, Fremont. It it's free. It, or maybe it's not, but it's like five bucks, but it's right off highway 15 in Utah. I think it's the Fremont Indian, um, petroglyphs. Huh. And you get to look at the carvings the Indians yep. did on the petroglyphs. It's right off the high. So you don't have to go to this huge national park, pay all this money, drive an hour in on the shuttle, have some fucking old broad who's got a ranger hat. The white people suck and they kill all the Indians, which has nothing to do with these adobe huts. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's what I would do. And then, um, yeah, I think once you get the dinosaur and the Indian and quote the Grand you got to do like, hey, we've been to the Grand Canyon. Here's your picture. You saw it. Um, I'm just trying to think out what's really kid like. Okay, here's another thing that you can do. Uh, Black Canyon National Park outside of Gunnison, Colorado. That is really awesome because the cliffs are just straight down. I've never seen cliffs go that sh- far straight down. Then to your east of there along the same highway i think it follows the arkansas river uh and it's significantly to the east but you're gonna you go there the royal gorge uh they got a it's just this big drop not as precipitous of a drop of the black canyon but but the same altitude change little wider canyon and they have a gondola that goes across it and i think they have it where you you're either in the gondola or you're just strapped in and there's nothing beneath you you take your kids to that, mm-hmm. they'd fucking love that shit. 
Uh, and so even though it's not a national park, that's something really fun that a kid would enjoy as opposed to, oh, hey, here we are at Pike's Peak, you know, what you can do. But those are kind of the things like, remember when dad took us up and we we're hanging thousands of feet right. up above right. and there was nothing. And I well, remember the dinosaur bone. We got to, you know, Juan gets a picture of his little kid next to a bone that's bigger than the kid. Kid gets to keep that forever. Juan go down is like the world's best dad ever. And they, then they, you know, they'd have those pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. All right. What's next? Next one. Cynic and chief two bucks. Should I date a girl with herpes, syphilis, AIDS? All of the above. <laughs> the above. Alpha, alpha test level bra, two bucks. Is oh. Rich Cooper a scammer who sells tactical soap? No. He's he's just a he's just a scammer. No, he's legit. Why? He, tactical soap. He makes more money on super chats. Than he does tactical soap. He just endorses the soap. He he believes in the soap. That's uh, is it actually called tactical soap? Yeah, it's called tactical soap. And that's trolling because there's those commercials it, it, with have that have tactical right, everything. Yeah. Right, right, and it, it, and then like you know you put it on and women just but they're they're spoofing themselves. That yeah, right. they, they know they're joking. No, rich, rich. Do they run over joke. it with run over it with a tank? Look at this soap. We could run over it with a tank, and it's still in one piece. It's yes, tactical yes. soap. Still works. All right. Uh, Nonstop next... Dre three sixty again. I'm oh, wait, did I skip? Did I skip one? No, you skipped one. Right. Oh, Rich Cooper. Okay, I got it. All right. Sorry. All right. You're you're on it. I'm not. I'm I'm on. I'm on. Right, uh, nonstop Dre. Uh, not now. It all reset on me. It, I went all the way down to the bottom. I yeah. go up again. That's how it goes. All right. I'm listening to to this while doing STEM homework. LOL. So nonstop Dre is not listening to classical music. He's well, listening to us again. He's computer he science, she. I believe, as well. Um, Atham was here in the room a little bit i got uh let's get through the super chats though gabriel a again two bucks i agree with chad it makes working more fun so listening See? listening to us it's, it's we're just awesome. all about bringing joy and fun that's what oh, we're all about ten ten dollars yep michael yan i think it's Mikoyan. quick suggestions on expat work that isn't esl also, thanks for the vid a year back that gave me ideas and where to go to get out of my meth land hell state, better quality of life in SC. I think South Carolina. Um, <clears throat> quick suggestion. I don't know. Pro, look, guys, you got to get the skills. Don't I, you hear a lot of, not to say that McCoyan's like this, but then people are like, I'm 19. How do I find a high paying job overseas? Well, I don't, you're not. You need skills. If you have skills, you could go overseas. You could be a pro programming would be the most logical because it's location independent. Um, you need a skill. I mean, you can even become a CPA and do stuff online, but I'm um, expat work. I mean, you could go work in the tourist industry. Um, you know, that's seasonal. I, I don't know. Someone else is, uh, but so the ESL, ESL is English second language, right? Right. ESL is basically, I don't want to work a real job and I want to go travel. And there's like demand for some uh, reason for people okay. to fly out. And what I've never understood, I'm like, well, I'm teaching English over in Korea. I'm like, do you speak Korean? No. Well, how are you teaching English in Korea? And apparently the Korean students or any of these students know enough English that I guess you're just refining their English mm, and yeah. making them <clears throat> better speak or polishing it up a bit. Uh, but I, I, guys, I you, economics well, is universal. Yeah, so uh, whatever work is in demand, right? I mean, engineering work is needed everywhere. So, but you mm -hmm. gotta you gotta go to school and become an engineer to be able to do that. So, 
This is a, 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 f- a friend of mine uh, who I love dearly. I just want to say hi to to Miss Quist. She's a she's a regular. But yeah, I I don't know McCoyan. I uh, it's. I mean, you can retire. That's it's. We're all the, Other countries are always looking for skills that are in demand. I mean, I worked overseas for a while, mm-hmm. but it, it usually the countries that need it the most are the, there's a reason there, there <laughs> people are leaving that country because the, the work is more lucrative elsewhere. Right. And so you're going to be, you're going to be making less than, than you would, but you're in a beautiful country or, you know, it's a great experience or whatever. So it's not, it's not uh the equation's a little bit more difficult than just making money. Um, here's one thing that dawned on me that young people can do overseas uh, if they have no skills. You could become a prostitute. There. <laughs> That's, it's there always in demand, right? It's always in demand. <laughs> I have no skills. What can I do? I guess you could suck dick, you know, boy or girl. Just make sure you don't go to the Muslim countries if your guy to suck dick, okay? Just saying. <laughs> Nonstop Dre 360 again. 10 bucks. I don't know how he's going to pay for tuition if he keeps giving us all the nonstop donations. I like it. Yeah. 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 Have you ever dated an attractive girl who paid for everything, dates, hotel, you name it? The girl I'm dating does this. I've never had to spend a cent, just my time. All I bring is my D, your thoughts. What's his name? That's that's (laughs) a a funny joke. Uh, I've never had that happen. You've never dated girls. Um, Yeah. And even when, I mean, I, I paid, I, you know, we kind of both paid a lot of the time too. So yeah, or took I, turns or whatever. Yeah. I've never had a sugar mama. I had a gal. Now when I was teaching dance classes, I was basically a dance gigolo several times where older women would pay me to go dance with them, uh, particularly at weddings to make their ex-husbands jealous, which I'm all fine. They, they pay. I'm like, I'm dancing. Okay. But no, I've never dated a girl who's like paying for things. I, it's just, I, I'd be curious if that's ever happened to anyone in the chat room. I, I highly doubt it. Uh, she's just woke, right? She's woke. She understands. No, I, th- I think, I she think she's a he. The market. <laughs> I think she's a he. I think it is, her name is his, his Ben. That's uh, <laughs> she, yeah, she's, she's responding rationally to that article that said uh, the reason why there's marriage rates are down is because there's no economically attractive men out there. So she's just like, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm making fine money. I'll pay. She's yeah, just and woke. even She's woke. how many, how many, even when I was younger, because nonstop Trey, he's he's a college student. I never went to a hotel. We couldn't afford a hotel. Who just goes to a mm-hmm. hotel? I, I it's it's called you know. camping. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, but I, that's something you do in your thirties or you late to, when you have the money as a as a college kid. Hey, honest to God, nonstop, I'd ask her why are you doing this because that is so statistically odd and rare. I'm not saying yeah. it's a bad thing, but some is not adding up and every time some has not added up, it's been bad. It's been very bad. There's something. Yeah. So, and, and it could be, you found the one unicorn who's rich and just likes you. Uh, yeah, you could just be curious and ask. I'm yeah. Just, just like, why, why are you doing it? That's, That's an, an honest question. Yeah. Legitimate, 100% legitimate question. Holy shit. We are getting some <laughs> high donations here, know, guys. Thanks a was, lot. The message was retracted though. Wait, what, what are we talking about? Oh, the one right underneath nonstop trade 360. It says uh, Canadian 20 bucks message retracted. I got it right here. I got it up on the screen. Okay, well, go ahead. On uh, YouTube, it's retracted. <laughs> oh, Cappy, when I was studying finance, before I found your podcast, I listened to White Noise. 
I highly recommend it to anyone needing focus. Don't worry. I'm a video game director now. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks there, Luke. Uh, I, uh, no more like, I'm going to leave that there. Uh, I am going to, well, what I tell you, I was going to put on my uh, landscaping because I got like a little cliff at my property in South Dakota. What am I going to put in there? Oh, you're going to put a waterfall, a little waterfall, a little fake waterfall. Why? Because you like white noise. I like hearing the waterfall. And that's when I went camping um, out by <laughs> Mystic, South Dakota. Athlum looked that up. Do you know, have you been to Mystic yet? Have you gone up into that, that area? Rocheford, Mystic? DT, hello? Sorry, what? Have you been to Rocheford or Mystic? No. Okay. Take your family up in there before the snow falls too much. Uh, because that's where you're starting to get into the boonies, like dirt roads of the Black Hills. And I've gone camping out there. And I know uh, there's a stretch of this uh, spring. I think it's Castle Creek um, where you can camp for free. And I loved it because it was just the water was flowing. It uh-huh. was just oh, it was wonderful. Well, that's what's great about that. You haven't gone up to the North Shore that much, but the waves of Lake Superior are just, mm-hmm. the, they're very soothing too. Very, well, I was, with the, nice. I was with the Masculine Geeks, who you can find at MasculineGeek.com. I was with them at the ocean last week, and the, the waves were wonderful. Yeah. It was absolutely wonderful. I could see why people stay on the, on the... We as a species like it. We like our water sounds for whatever reason, right? It's comforting to know that the water's there, maybe, that you're not going to die of thirst. I don't know. <laughs> I think that it <laughs> means like it. they can't, like an enemy's not going to come from that side. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That's an. when it rains, I'm always more, um, more relaxed. I don't know why. Maybe they, you know, the the barbarians wouldn't attack in the rain. So the reason why I wasn't <clears throat> listening there for a second because I did see the Lucas comment, but there's one above that that says message retracted. So maybe he started oh. to write one and then, then maybe finally, I'm gonna murder all you motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Another twenty dollars. God, thanks, guys. This is great. Uh, well, this this will throw into the. The rainy day fund here. Any tips on making new male friends in your thirties from one man's way? You get a baseball bat, you club them over your head (laughs) or their head and you drag them. You say you're going to have, dude, I wish to, this is one of those frontier problems that I can't solve. Um, yeah, I, I can't, um, because by the time you're in your thirties, they're getting married or they're getting old. <clears throat> um, I think a lot of guys just, they've done enough in life. They think partying and having fun is like going to the bars and all that. And they do that and they get that out of their system. And then they don't think to like, well, maybe I should go travel or maybe I should hike or maybe I should canoe. It's hard, man. I, I wish I had tips. I try the meetup groups. It is highly location dependent. Um, like the Twin Cities meetup groups suck. They suck. Vegas meetup groups, pretty darn cool. Motorcycle groups, hiking groups, pretty cool. Do not do the Dungeons and Dragons groups. Don't go to the Dungeons. Don't do Dungeons and Dra- Dragons groups anywhere. Um, <clears throat> yeah, man, it's 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 hard. I'd almost say impossible. And it's one of the things that I, I, wouldn't die, I, I won't lie. It's about, I'd say if I ever get really down, a third of the time it's this because I've invited some friends. I'm like, Hey, let's go get some food and da, 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 and like nothing freaking nobody. And, well, we, uh, we got to be new friends in our late thirties. Yeah. But that's because like of, of internet and right. you know, I wrote a book and you guys read it. And we had to have proximity. Those stars right. don't align for everybody. 
And I not mean, everybody's w- willing, like Cappy, to just kind of meet you. <laughs> like, hey, I'm from the area. Right. You want to meet up? Sure, I do. So, <laughs> and you know what's what's sad is, even with my net that I cast, with pretty wide net on the internet, and I have really cool friends all across the country. The mm-hmm. problem is, they're all across the country, and right. not if I want to have a social life, I have to fly to where they are because they don't have the time. They don't have the money and they don't have the stamina. And even I'm starting to poop out on stamina because I'm getting sick and tired of flying. Right. Um, and yeah, man, I'm, what I would say is increase your range. Be willing to go fly out and visit friends if you have the budget. And with Spirit Airlines or you know Sun Country with these discount airlines, as long as you pack light, you can do it real cheap. Um, <clears throat> but it's you know this is it's not to say that you should go get married, but it's one of the the benefits is if you have a significant other. You're not going to be completely alone. Uh, you'll you'll have a nagging woman that asks you, "Why do you put the toilet paper that way?" Which is always a joy. Uh, but you, take the, you take the good with the bad. Take right? the good with the bad. <laughs> are you hungry? No. Why are you hungry, bitch? Shut the fuck up and just let me be satiated. <laughs> not that I've had that conversation before. Why don't you eat? Are you, you're gonna waste away? Yeah, yeah. Like, why don't you go the talk only time to my I mom? Made, the only time I made new friends was uh, when I basically picked up moved overseas and I got involved in the local church and yeah. And you meet I mean, when you're, when you are way outside your comfort zone, then mm. that, I mean, you kind of have to meet people then. And so it's difficult. I would say, yeah, if you're, if you're where you're at and you've been there for 10 years and you know, you've gotten into your routine and all that kind of stuff that it, it's going to be very difficult to make new friends. But if you decide, Hey, you know what? I want to go live here for a while. And you just pick up and move. You're, you're going to like, I'm terrible with names, but now that I've moved and picked up and I don't know anybody now, all of a sudden I'm pretty decent with names and I remember people's names. So it's just, it's kind of, I don't know, maybe getting yourself out of your comfort zone is, is one of the things that would help too. Cause then you're just more open to, to, or you may be more motivated. I don't know. It's the same advice I give him about women or any man about women. Lower your expectations. Yeah, That's right. Just lower your expectations. <clears throat> Try, but another an, another more legitimate piece of advice I'd say is don't get down if you can't find, stop beating yourself up. It's not you. It's just the internet, the way society yep. is today. It's it's not you. So try and tell, don't try and tell it hurts. Just try a little bit here and there. If you don't have success, you know, start getting into one person sports, join a golf league, shit like that. Your, your advice on groups, I mean, find out what you like to do and then just go do that so that you're happy, you're doing what you want to do, and then you're meeting people that like to do the same thing. And if something happens, fine, but at least you're having fun, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's I, I just – he's making me depressed now because I'm like, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not joking. I've sent an invite to a friend that you and I once had in common, and he never gets back to you. And I have my other buddy, you know, I send invites to – to dinner tonight to three people. And I almost could guarantee you, me and the GF are going to grab the car. We're going to head South instead of North, you know, gonna, <laughs> oh, what bar should we try today, dear? Okay. I'll have my diet it's Coke. You I mean, you're right too. with all the competition for entertainment. I mean, you don't really need people for entertainment anymore. No, really. I guess you don't. Yeah. yeah. But if you'd like to talk to somebody, may I'll just go back to the moose lodge. Hey, you guys were friendly to me last night. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I join. Here's my money. Yeah, really, let's play. Let's play the bean game and bingo. I can't wait. Yeah. Tell me about those symbols again. <laughs> no, that's that's the Masons. 
I know, but I'm just saying you'd be that desperate that you'd even want to have a conversation about symbols. Oh, I don't want to have. No. That's fascinating. (laughs) Oh, is that what that means? Okay. I'd be like the low, because like the Mesa's got all these ranks. Everything's about rank. Oh, I got to get to level 43 with gold cluster leaves and stuff like that. I'd be like private, third class. Just the (laughs) lowest. No, I'm happy. Hey, guys. Yeah, I'll help out. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the dishes. Nope, I don't want to get a rank. No, I don't. I don't want to know which way is north. I don't care to interpret the, the sign god. No, I just just want to hang out. Can I hang out? No, we're gonna talk about the sign god. All right, never mind. Let's... You don't get the dagger. You get like the toe clipper or the. I get the styrofoam. Clipper. Yeah, I get the styrofoam <laughs> block. And for the fifteenth year in the ro- in a row, member Clary gets the styrofoam block. <laughs> nonstop Dre again, just yes. nonstop. She's 21. I've sent you a picture of her in my last request. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm wondering, like, what does she do? Does she come from money? Uh, he's got to ask her. He's got to ask her and find out why, what's going on. And it's okay. I mean, you're just curious. It's like, I don't know. This is fine with me, but why, why are you doing this? Type of thing. Do you work for the, do you, are you a drug dealer and you got all this money to burn? What's going on here? <laughs> so can you see it when I put the comments up on the screen or no? Yes. You can. All right. There yep. you I'm on YouTube, so it's working. Yep. Oh, all right. All right. Peace 27 for 499. Is it fine to go into a career for the money? I was thinking about CPA or dentistry because of the money. I am from New York, so what is your opinion? Yeah, it's you you only go into a career for the money. Now, ideally, you hang on. Oh, I had a burp. Uh a Roycey like gas attack. Right, yeah, right on that reference. <laughs> uh Look, you're not a chick and you're not a feminized uh, male. You're a realist if you're tuning into here. You don't spend four to six years of your life and your youth and Lord knows how much money on a hobby. Mm -hmm. It is for the money. And as long as you're spending it on something that's going to have a return on investment, that's good. From there, though, once once you commit to like, yes, it's it's an investment, not a hobby, not an expenditure, not a consumable. Then you got to figure out out of all the degrees, careers, trades, whatever that pay, which one do you like the most? So Mm -hmm. as long as you're, I call it the ballpark. Once you're in the ballpark, the major league ballpark, where no matter what position you play in this ballpark, you're going to be paid. You could play whatever position, but that's going to be STEM, your trades, you know, that dentistry, medicine, that, that kind of thing. Um, You know, even truck drivers doesn't have to be glorious, but if you want to play minor leagues, uh, or, or not even minor leagues, the, the special Olympics of the education world, which is your liberal arts and, and social sciences and all that. Well, you know, then it, then don't even bother going to, don't even bother playing, but yeah, CPA or dentistry is fine. I, I, I'd say if you can get by on the cheap with dentistry, I do dentistry versus a CPA, but they're going to be about the same amount of schooling. Uh, and dentistry is going to be more expensive for schooling, a lot more expensive for schooling. Uh, so it's it's really up to your your flavor and your opinion. And you being from New York doesn't matter. The only advice, DT, what would be my only advice about him being in New York? Get the fuck out of New Get York. Get the fuck out. <laughs> New Got York. It. New York is not any blue state, major liberal town, is not a place for hardworking young people no. to be. Period. You, you should take your money. And your labor and your effort, and go to where you get to keep the majority of it. You know, you, so could, sing, you could sing a song about that too. 
you could sing a song about well, leaving with no your cat. Sing one yet? <laughs> you could sing one, and Cappy could tell you, "Don't ever sing that again." Don't ever sing it. <laughs> no, CPA and dentistry both great opportunities to start your own business, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, a one man shop. One man shop. Yeah. No, no employees or anything like that. Yep. Yep. So yeah, those are two great options. I would. I personally would lean more towards dentistry because I think it would be uh, more rewarding in a way because you're mm-hmm. not dealing with, unless you really want to screw over the government and that's your focus. Um, dentistry is sort of artistic. You're helping people. Um, yeah, I, I, I would lean towards dentistry. Wow, he you're put, good. look at the beautiful filling he put in. Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, that there's there's pretty amazing stuff they can do now where you change a whole person's smile and mm-hmm. everything. So it's it's oh, it definitely is an art form. There's an art form. Yes. Okay. And you're, you're working with your hands, I guess. You have to have a stomach for gross spit and blood and right. rotting teeth and stuff. But um, And you can hire a hot dental hygienist to help you. That's how a lot of people get married. Although nowadays, they're probably just sexual harassment and me too or whatever. Oh, my back is killing me. All right. Lucas. Next one. Lucas for five bucks. Five Canuckian dollars. I reposted to fix a spelling mistake. Oh. Sorry for the confusion. <laughs> Keep up the great work. Was that the GERD? No, that was that was the uh, where the, it was withdrawn from YouTube. Remember where he deleted his uh, his, uh, his he donated money, but it was withdrawn, and then he reposted right. it. Yeah, okay. he had a spelling mistake. Okay, that's it. Okay, okay. No. Uh, <laughs> and he wanted to tell us for five bucks that he oh holy cow one man's way for another 20 bucks jeez we're up to i mean this is pretty impressive this this, I don't, more, i'm not gonna have profitable. to i'm not gonna have to do a blood shuckles rant on this one no no think. i'll even have People money are... to pay it a to mow the yard next time <laughs> do you have to worry about that for the rest of the year or no uh, i was gonna maybe go check here it, it, the snow is gonna melt so yeah um Maybe one more time. I want 20 bucks uh, from one man's way. How much should I save before leaving my day job to go full time into my side business? Oh, he's got a side. If the side business is consuming money, he needs to save up a lot more. But assuming it's not going to take, I'd say at least six months, at least, and be prepared to find another job. I'd say look at your mortgage or look at your. You know, what I always do to have some sense of comfort on how much savings we have is to kind of do a calculation of, well, if something really, really bad happened, we'd be able to make this many months of mortgage payments or whatever. Mm-hmm. And whatever that comfort level is, then that's that's what you'd, you'd want to make sure you had in the bank. Yeah, I would. Uh, oh, God, sorry. Or the amount of time or the amount of time that. Um, if it's a side business, business, the amount of time that you'd think, okay, if I give it this much time, I'd be satisfied that I gave it a good shot. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I want to do this side business. Uh, this amount of time, if I give it a year, if it hasn't taken off, then okay, I gave it my best shot and um, I'll go back to doing what you're doing right now. But yeah, I got a lot of clients where <clears throat> they're like, uh, I'm in my third year. I'm not. It's like, dude, fucking, and it's, it's always some dipshit idea. You know, like, oh, I'm going to go online and sell stuff online. Like, oh, no one's come up with that idea before. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, six months. And then I'd say after three, if you're, if, I wouldn't even quit your job. I mean, or, or you, you could quit your job, but you better have a side, a part-time job that like covers shit. Again, working security, it allows you to work on your job and get paid. 
you know, work, mm-hmm. allows you to work on your business and get paid, I should say. Right. But that's, uh, that's it. Hey, we're but I understand, up. I understand, um, basically wanting to give your kind of passion, quote unquote, a shot. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I did that. I, I, uh, went, started working part-time so I could work on my writing. And sometimes it is just that you, it's like, you, you think I don't want to regret not doing something. And, and so, um, that's, that's even if you're unsuccessful, at least you gave it a shot. At least you 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 put the time and um, effort towards it that it deserved. And if it, then it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. You know, but at least you tried. So, hey, nonstop. Trey's got one for you here. <laughs> to a blood a blood shacks rant. Shackles. I mean, I, I, think know. I, know, he mean, I know he means shuck, shackles. Don't you have to but... be kind of drunk to do that and be kind of angry? Well, you know. I... I was going to say, you know, the last time I did the angry one, I sort of, that was sort of short shrifting. Now I was taking the easy way out there because I was kind of unprepared. And afterwards I was thinking, you know, I could have done a better job of really making a rational argument for the blood shekels. I don't know if that's as entertaining, but it's more accurate. And all I would say with the, with the blood shekels thing is when you look at the left, the left has each other's back. The left supports itself. Some fucking guy in the government can basically be a criminal and be completely uh, discredited and destroyed in politics. And he'll come out of politics and George Soros will have him yeah, doing okay, a job in some nonprofit. Yeah. You know, that they become a professor. Yep, absolutely. That's why absolutely. they make all this money is because they support their own. And we on the right are very fickle. We're kind of like, well, I'll give you money until I disagree with you. Or, well, I'll give you, you know. I want to tithe to the church instead, you know, because I'm more concerned about immortal souls than I am right. with fighting evil on this planet. I think the right does need to up its game and just be there for each other don't, more than, than we are. And we can, we we, can do it on this level, but don't say the right in general, because we've been there. We went to the Republican meetings. It's not going to happen. So I just, but that's but if they were for real and they weren't giving to basically bullshit artists and they were giving to people who are actually doing something right right um then it would be a completely different playing field we wouldn't care that if somebody got banned from youtube who cares right oh he's got they he's gonna keep producing content uh he's not gonna starve Uh, see the reason why all these intimidation tactics work on the right is because we don't have our own back even somebody like alex jones his his revenue has gone down somebody Mm -hmm. as popular as alex jones um well that's why i don't spend more money than i mean that's why i'm that's why I'm a minimalist, you know, because yeah. I've been there. We've all been there where we've had the job offer and this will happen. A lot of you will get a job. You're like, oh, cool. Now I could, and, and you'll spend your first check before you get it. Then all of a sudden you find out that they lied to you about the duties. They lied to you about the job. Your boss is a fucking psycho quanta haha from hell. Uh, and it, it it's just it. I never got to the point where there was any stability or reliability or anyone having my back parents government republicans liberty no fucking support there's nothing it's just like do or die and if you do that you'll become a minimalist so that's the number one thing that everyone's got to do is become a minimalist so that when you get two buck donation you know awesome hey i got a two dollar donation your 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 site gets shut down that's all right i got i have the house paid off and things like that Um, exactly so I, I I can understand. I'm thankful for anyone who donates. So let's let's do this. Let's wait for you to get really drunk sometime. I th- I don't so think you can do. A- 
<laughs> that, that was a, a reason. Yeah. No, that was that was a reasoned argument. It was that was that was but like it a is, but it Ward is. Cleaver. That was a Ward Cleaver discussion. It's a uh, yeah. I'm very disappointed at you, Beaver. <laughs> That's what that was because it is. It's disappointing to see how the left has each other's back and and they support. They put their money where their mouth is, but the no, right no, they it, put the my money. They put yeah, right. my money where their mouth is. Right. Where the grant money and all that. Yes. But I mean, just think of what we could do on the right if we had benefactors like that, if we looked out for each other like that, be un- unstoppable. But we're too independently minded or something. And there's a lot of Christians that tithe. Imagine imagine get tithing to um, conservative, libertarian, manosphereian, whatever causes, if you mm-hmm. did that instead of giving it to some pussified church. You know, that that you're not saving any souls, man. The, the, the church is infected with leftists now. So, you know, if you even just thought of it that way. Don't get me started about the church, man. Uh, TJ Martinell sent me, an, like a buddy of his took a picture from a church. And it was something about like <clears throat> lusting after women is an offense and affront to God. They're God's greatest gift. It's like, oh, shut the fuck up. Just I think up. God was kind of hot on Mary, if I remember right. Isn't that the whole uh, no, reason no. why Jesus is well, born? If, if God didn't want men to have lust, then why do he make women look like that? But I mean, you know, but before I mean, they got fat, before I mean, we solved our, our, our hunger. The reason why Jesus is here is because he of immaculate conception. You know, obviously <laughs> there's something there that even God feels. So yeah, yeah. I think it's fine. <laughs> we got uh, one more for wizardly wizard. And then I'm, what we're going to do, let's take a break. Cause I'm going to reheat my tea. We'll go through uh sponsors and all that stuff i got a, a couple articles how much time you got do you got to get going or what i don't need to get going if 100 right, people cool. want to keep watching we yeah no being... we got to, but i think we could all take a breather here <laughs> we could keep being the fan we could keep being the background yeah. noise for you all um <laughs> uh, wizardly wizard for five bucks do you think it's okay to not care about politics traditional institutions or civic involvement if you're financially independent and retired early um it it depends on society and the way it's going. If society is moral and just and they're going to reward good behavior and they're going to reward the individual and responsibility and nuclear families or, or just, you know, law abiding citizens and non parasitism. Yes. then I think you have a good society there. I wouldn't say you, you have an obligation, but it's something you you should do. Like if if Minnesota ever treated me nice. And, you know, like, hey, we saw that you were starving and then uh, instead giving all their money to uh, Ilian Omar. Oh, what? You're from foreign and you're black and you're female. Come on over. We can't wait to give you money. Oh, we'll make you a fucking politician. When when society hates your guts, fuck it. You have no responsibilities. And on top of it, they're not going to listen. I mean, your traditional institutions, politics and civic involvement, at least in Minnesota, that is all leftist. That Mm -hmm. is all leftist. They're not even going to. One, they're not helping out society. Uh, they're pretty much lining their own pockets or advancing their own political aims. Two, you could even help society through or via those institutions if you wanted to. And three, society doesn't deserve it. So if you're mm. financially independent, you're retired, you're not living off of anybody, fuck, fuck these, fuck civic involvement. Now, if I move to South Dakota, I might become uh, active in the Republican Party because I think there they might actually give a shit about protecting right, exactly. their own. Uh, I might, uh, I might go, uh, uh, you know, the Hermosa chamber of commerce, you know, I might actually go sit 
uh, you know, on the on city the council board, on the park board, well, or the schools, right? a school board, or something like that. But I, lend you your know. hand to making the the your town a better town. You know, right. if it's worth it, then it's worth it. But if it's filled with a bunch of leftists, one, you yeah, got to get the fuck out of there yeah. and <laughs> and get yeah. to somewhere that is worth caring about. Right. So, uh, but it really does depend on where you live. Like, and I also have a vested interest in protecting, you know, my my uh, uh, my living situation yeah. in in south dakota if i ever get out there your habitat my habitat <laughs> and if, because i after spending a lot of time in south dakota i like the community i like the people and above all else they don't hate me right because exactly. i have peni and i'm white and i'm a conservative you know they just they're kind of happy i'm around uh whereas you know if you're in california or New York. Oh, fuck, fuck. You know, this is another reason you don't participate in, in any college activity or mm -hmm. any college, you know, politics group or any fan cheer club. Fuck that. Get your degree. Get the fuck out. Do it online. Don't even be fucking going to that. You know, pep. Remember pep rallies in high school? Yes. Right? We're going to have a pep rally. Where? So can I place a bomb there? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's very joker of me. <laughs> Because I'm like, why? I hate this fucking high school. I hate the teachers. I hate the students. You're all fucking morons. What? A, what? School pride. School pair of what? Lowest common denominator? Basic bitch bullshit? Fuck. I don't have a vest at all. I'm not going to run for student council. I don't even want to be here. And so that's kind of the rule I'd use. Like if, you're, if your society, your culture, your environment is good, yeah, help out the people. If they're not, which is increasingly the case. Right. But fuck that shit. You don't want to be. Yeah, fuck it. That's uh, yeah. It's, yeah it's, are you going to make a dent or not? You know, I mean, you should be able to. I mean, if you if you're in an area and it's just getting worse and worse and worse all the time, and it's really bothering you, mm -hmm. you can have a sense for whether you could make a difference or not. I mean, even when when I served locally back in Minnesota on a little local government board, I thought. I just had this, I had this thought the other day after, you know, I was kind of looking outside and I'm like, Hey, I'm here, I'm here, but Holy shit. How much time did I waste, you know, uh, um, donating my time and energy and skills and smarts to this local community. And it ended up to just kind of be a waste of time. So could have spent it with Bert and Ernie. Exactly. And so there is this, I mean, one, if you've got kids, you definitely have a vested interest in the future and you have a vested interest in civilization continuing. So there's, mm -hmm. there's no way that you're going to, be able to get rid of your caring about the future and caring about politics. It's very difficult to get rid of your caring about it, but mm -hmm. just recognizing how much you can actually do and, and where your efforts are best spent, then that's, that's the equation you should be thinking about. Yeah, that's, the efficacy. Yeah. That's the, that's the location dependent. It's your own skills dependent. Um, th there's a lot of other things that are dependent on whether you can make that dent or not. And then when then when you've okay, yeah, I can make a dent, then it's rewarding. Then the work itself is rewarding. You'll see results. Or in the very at least, you'll be, well, at least I tried. These people are worth it, and at least I tried. Yep. And um, so yeah, it's it definitely is okay to not care though. If you're if you're surrounded by leftists, I mean that's Schadenfreude. I mean, it's it's you get you get to the point where not only do you not care, you actually kind of laugh. Oh, you actively cheer against yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. Because you've done, up to that point, you've probably tried. You've probably tried to wake people up. You've probably tried to be engaged. You've probably tried to be a good person. You've probably tried, tried to stop tried, a housing tried. crisis. Yeah. And and when society just calls you racist or whatever in response, then you're like, okay, bye. <laughs> and then that makes that decision really easy. At least, again, 
seems to be a theme. It's kind of like the at least you tried episode. And you can if you try, then you definitely can get to that point where it's oh, yeah. totally okay to not if, care. If you tried, then you have every excuse to yeah, exactly. like say, nope, I tried. Done. I'm 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 done. Go fuck and yourself. Fuck Yoda. Fuck Yoda, right? Do or do not, there is no try. Fuck you, Yoda. I think that <laughs> Sometimes there that. is just try. Sometimes I mean, what if Darth Vader didn't, you know, didn't have a change of heart at the end? Luke tried. Oh, right? he tried. <laughs> Uh, nonstop trade. This is why super chats capitize. It's tithe. T y t h e t t y t h e. Right? Tithe. No, it's t i t h e. T i t h e. Tithe. Tithe. Yep. T the. Yes. T the. T the. T the. All right. Let me go through. Make sure no one did any more. All right. Let's take a break here. It's actually. Don't talk. Don't talk anymore. Let's take a break. Okay. Titty. 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 Yes. It's like me too, but he tit he. Tit he. Yeah. All right. Taking a break. I'm going to okay. heat up my tea. Everybody yeah. take a break. We'll be back. No more background noise for you bastards until we come back. All right. It's not warm enough. You there, DT? <clears throat> All right. Since he's not here, I'm going to go through the sponsors. Uh, <clears throat> if you guys kindly would, go visit our good buddy, Nick Shulaner at nickshulaner.com for all your digital marketing needs. If you need something that needs digital marketing, which is pretty much the only marketing that exists anywhere, although I do want to do billboards. I thought billboards, strategically placed ones would, would work. Check out Nick Shulaner. Dot com. Uh, we have The Science of Mastering Women, written by Linda Gross. You could check her out at the Men's Advocate Show, but she has a book out called The Science of Mastering Women. Very scientific, very uh, data intense, and it goes through uh, all the means and ways by which you can improve your chances of getting women. Check that out. I'd be curious if anybody read it. 
Uh, you can go to Amazon.com, The Science of Mastering Women. The Pence Principle, which <clears throat> I thought I had it here somewhere. There we go. The Pence Principle, written by Randall Bentwick. Basically, how to me too proof yourself against the false accusations of leftist. Uh, DT, are you there now? No, he's not there. It, I was going to ask him if he noticed that there is nothing but leftist women uh, who make the false accusations of rape. Uh, but if you want to avoid any accusation, false accusations of rape, uh, get that book, The Pence Principle by Randall Bentwick. Uh, what else we got? Uh, we got privatizing governments. You can find that. That's just a paper I wrote. You can find that on Amazon.com. That's how to run a government as a private entity. And I'm not joking. It would make all the libertarians shut up because it's actually the only way to have a private government work. Uh, we have the School of Errors. Where we got that? Written by our buddy Doc. Dr. David Perodin, School of Errors. If you happen to have kids, I know most of you don't. <clears throat> but if you're worried about school safety, get that book because it is real. It's not what we'd like to have. It's real if you actually care about your kids, their kids' safety. Uh, assholeconsulting.com. No, a lot of you send over your questions here, but maybe you do not want them broadcasted over the interwebs, or perhaps your question is a little bit more involved and complex. Send your questions to assholeconsulting.com where you can learn from my fuck-ups. Make sure you don't fuck up like me. And you can come on. Hey, become better than Cappy. Go to assholeconsulting.com. RDK Legal. Go to rdklegal.com where Russell and his buddy will handle all of your divorcing needs as long as you are living in Illinois or Florida, which is where he's licensed to uh, practice. Uh, but just in general, maybe you want to call Russell anyway before you get married, before you get engaged. It might be worth an hour, hour consultation. Matter of fact, I know it'd be worth an hour consultation to contact Russell, actually someone who's a divorce expert in the field of law at rdklegal.com. Academic composition, it's midterm season right now, guys and gals. So if you don't want to write your papers, and who does, uh, go to academiccomposition.com where Alex and his crack team of writing staff will write your papers for you. Uh, he, uh, got, he's got the writers, he's got marketers. Uh, and, you, know, you, you don't want to write your papers on Marxist feminist intersectionality, but he'll do that for you. It's, it's not cheap, but it's affordable. And it frees up five, six hours of your time so you can go work or just frankly not have the pain of writing those papers. Go to academiccomposition.com. Alex is also always looking to hire writers and marketers. So go ahead and email him if you want to write and if you want to market. Both jobs suck. They're not fun, but you can do them from home. Uh, just let them know that the old captain sent you whether you're going to use the services or go and potentially go work for Alex. If you like to advertise on the show, you may. Um, I'm still going to call it $100 a month, but uh, if I scale down to the work schedule, I think I'm going to I think I'm going to scale it down to $75 a month because I'm not going to be doing that many podcasts, but we'll see going forward. Uh, but I am, I got to kind of scale things back a little bit, but if you want, let's call it a hundred dollars a month for now. And, um, yeah. And I plug you, you guys know how it goes, YouTube and all that. If I get a physical product that helps, I can hold it up. Say, yeah, look, here it is. Then we got my books of which I give you the thousand percent rate of return guarantee. Meaning that if you read it and practice what's in that book, you will save yourself or you'll make back 10 times what you spent on the book, which is not a big promise, but like, let's say you spent, uh, whatever, $11 on reconnaissance, man. 
uh, I guarantee you, you will save yourself $110 in gas costs because of the planning that goes into that book that it advocates you to use. So there's a thousand percent rate of return guarantee. Reconnaissance man, go ahead, read that book. If you're a young man or woman trying to figure out where you want to move, live, go to school in the United States. It's very important where you live, especially earlier on, because you're going to plant roots. If you plant roots in a shithole state like Minnesota, DT, how long did it take us to move out of Minnesota? <laughs> you're in your 40, 40s, right? We're both 40. in our 40s. Yeah. yeah. Don't be us. <laughs> See, over. everyone everyone says, why should I listen to you? You're a fuck up. It's like, yeah, we fucked up. So listen. To, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Don't do what we did. Exactly. It's, called, it's all called monkey see, monkey don't do. We're not, we're not saying do what we did. Right. Uh, uh, we have the black man's guide out of poverty. Uh, that's for all the brothers out there who are poor, want to get out and need a guide. Uh, get the black man's guide out of poverty. Bachelor Pad Economics. That's for everybody. Uh, it's basically the financial advice Bible for men and any women bold enough to read it. Uh, that is absolutely mandatory reading. And that book will last you until you're dead because it's a reference book. It starts. It's based on where you are in life. And it goes all the way up to estate planning and how to plan for your funeral. So whether you're 14 or 74, get that book. Worthless, the young person's indispensable guide to choosing the right major. We already had uh, Gabe talk about how that saved his ass, I think. Or maybe it was asshole consulting that saved his ass. And he didn't major in stupid shit. I think uh, Nonstop Dre read that book, and that's why he's in computer science. Uh, so we're helping out all the all the youngins, all the youths out there uh, make a good choice. I already talked about Enjoy the Decline. Curse of the High IQ, that is going to be for those of you who bust your ass off, major in STEM, make all the right choices, and then like um, the guy who is 30, like, how do I find friends in my 30s? And we basically say, hey, you fucked. You just fucked. You're too smart. You played your cards too right. Now you got too much free time, too much freedom, too much money. Here, read this book. It's, it'll explain why you can't find no friends because everybody's pretty much a fucking moron. You know what's sad is people think I'm joking about it. They think it's a shtick. Well, I like, mean, the, like the I'm thing, that angry at the world. Like, no, no, this is true. This is what it is. But you, what you got to understand is the people that have lots of friends, they're probably pretty shallow relationships and you wouldn't want that anyway. So, right. you know, I mean, the reason why you have trouble finding friends is because you don't want superficial friends. And <laughs> I think, I mean, people that have been kind of hanging out with the same people their whole life from high school or whatever, I mean, they don't change. They don't grow. They don't evolve. It's just all awesome shit all and that's not who you are and so it's just more difficult i went to a restaurant a couple days ago and they had uh it was a higher-end restaurant so i was surprised they had it but it was bingo Mm -hmm. and it just ruins it just can't enjoy a meal when there's bingo but again the the individual is wrong the majority is right because that place was packed with a bunch of people but you could tell when it was over it was right at nine o'clock it was over and out comes the cigar uh, cigarette smokers and yep. you know they all think they're their best buddies, and it's like, no, you're just trailer trash. You're right. just fucking trailer trash. It's like you don't, you're not friends with that person. That that gal's gonna steal your boyfriend or your husband. You're not friends with that guy. He's banging your wife. You got uh, nothing else better to do. That's yeah, why you're you, friends. <laughs> well, look, if you're if you go to bingo, unless you really really like bingo, unless you're a bingo aficionado, that's kind of a that's kind of a a tell that your life kind of sucks if you look forward to going to bar night bingo and maybe right. you get the free meat, uh, free uh, meat raffle or whatever it is. Um, it, it's just like, no, it's just, 
know, if you're old, I could see because everyone's dead and you got nothing else to do but go play bingo. But like, you know, you're <laughs> yeah, the the fat, overweight white chick with the tight jeans and the tattoo smoker and cigarettes. <laughs> Amy, oh my, I almost got it. I almost got the straight. I almost got the bingo. <laughs> no, I don't like John. He's not. He's not rich enough for me. <laughs> and maybe, maybe uh, you ought to. I will say. I will say, if you're truly happy, good on you. I mean, that's that's sort of the envy of the stupid, right? Like I sort of envy yeah. the envy envy of the the ignorance is bliss. I mean, maybe that life is great, you know, but it's not my brain. It's not how it functions. It's not, you know, that's not me. So maybe that'd be good you know, for you. Cipher. Yeah, right. Cipher, put me back in the matrix. Right. I don't want to remember anything. Oh, I don't want to be rich. Good. That's Just steak famous. Real good. Yeah. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> I don't want to be rich. Just famous. Oh, what else we got? Poor Richard's retirement. If you guys are planning for retirement or you're not planning for retirement, just you don't have any money saved for retirement, get poor Richard's retirement and see how you can retire on the cheap. And uh, this book isn't just an instructional how-to. It addresses the underlying psychological issues as to why people consume and spend more than they make. So I, I eliminate materialism. That's basically how you eliminate materialism through your life, which then allows you to save because you realize you don't need all this shit. And uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, me and the GF. Uh, we got the little niece. She's got her third birthday coming up. And for once, the GF says, they don't need any more stuff. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. what? <laughs> you, you believe in such a thing? And no, they got enough toys and clothes. And I'm like, good. The parents will thank you. The, the parents, parents will, will thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to get on. And then, then she's like, well, what about a coloring book? I'm like, that's a thing, isn't it? Yeah, well, you throw those away. That's 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 a constant cycle of that just, kind of stuff. It's just another thing the parents have to throw away, and they're already beleaguered under a mountain of yeah, shit. That's true. That it's like it's, give it's, them a break. Yeah, I mean it's yeah it's we have too much stuff. Everybody's got too much stuff. Have too much stuff. And then we have the best of Cappy's books. Uh, this is the best of my blogs. It's Captain Capitalism, Top Shelf, Captain Capitalism Reserved, and Love Letters to the Left. This is a uh, top shelf. Each one has a pinup drawn by a different artist because my previous covers sucked, apparently. People did not like them. <laughs> and uh, you know how many people buy my uh, my best of books? I don't know. None. Practically nobody buys them. Because <laughs> you can go on the on the blog and, well, and find it for free. You, you really can't. Well, you'd have to scroll. I mean, through right. 15 years of posts and over 5,000 posts, you're going to you'll save yeah. your time and money just getting the damn thing. Yeah. What's tragic is it's some of my best damn writing. Right. Um, it's out there. Uh, and then if you've already read my books, if you would, please kindly do a review of them online. That actually does help with sales. And it counters uh, the social justice warriors who go in and put fake one-star reviews. So if you really love the captain, but you don't have money to tithe, tit he, if you don't have money Titchy. to tit he, <laughs> uh, you can go ahead and do a review, and that would that would also mean a lot to me. Then we have my good buddy Adam Pickett's books, Run Guts, Pull Cones, and his flagship book, Pushing Rubber Downhill. You could go to his website, pushingrubberdownhill.com, to get those books as well as read his podcast or read his uh, blog and to uh, download his podcast, again, over at pushingrubberdownhill.com. The League of Extraordinary Podcasters. If you are sick and tired of listening to the captain, you can go to 405media.com. Financial Survival Network with Carrie Lutz, who has recently picked up ballroom dancing. Dude has lost like 50 pounds, hmm. 
took up ballroom dancing, and he's surprised that there are women around him now. <laughs> it's it's good to see him go. Canto uh, Talk, starring Silvio Canto, a good friend of mine down in Texas. Uh, he does more Latino conservative politics. If you happen to have an interest in that, check him out. Frank Servi, spelled C-E-R-V-I, frankservi.com. O'Shea Jackson, go to O'Shea Jackson on YouTube. TJMartinell.com for all the latest gossip of middle schoolers. Uh, world-class bullshitters, you can find them just a Google search. Our good friend Rich Cooper at Entrepreneurs in Cars on YouTube as well. I think he's got the website entrepreneursincars.com uh, or maybe just richcooper.com. Non-communist science fiction. If you like science fiction, but you're sick and tired of it being communist, go and get one of Michael Kingswood's books at noncommunistsciencefiction.com. Michael also has a podcast. You go to podcast.michaelkingswood.com. Check out his podcast there. The Safety Doc at safetyphd.com. Our good friend, Dr. David Perodin. The Goddamn Bacon, which you can find at thegoddamnbacon.com. And the School Sucks Project. You can simply search that. I think it's schoolsucksproject.com. Uh, Brett, I can actually download some of his uh, episodes because they are that good. And I think that is all for the sponsors. Oh, isn't there a podcast missing? <clears throat> oh, no. I got to add. Well, there wasn't a podcast until three weeks ago. A little, little podcast missing. Uh, uh, Black Brigade. <laughs> Hi, speaking of which, how'd that uh, nihilism podcast come along, that nihilism page? How's that, that coming along there, yeah, Skippy? That, that's, that's on the back burner. Uh -huh. the back burner. Uh -huh. yeah. it's, uh, so it's like my house, huh? It's just totally going to be on the back it's burner. On the forever. back burner. I fully intend to do that at some point. It's Intentions are important, right? Intentions? No, intentions don't mean it. Do, do not. There is no. There is no try. <laughs> Fuck you, Yoda. I'm trying to make sure we didn't miss any sponsor. Oh God, I gotta scroll up. This this uh, chat room's been flowing through here. Hang on. Yeah, there's a couple super chats. Now Chad wants to be let back in. Yeah, yeah, we are ignoring him. Okay, hang on. What do we? <laughs> Finally, silence. I was okay. enjoying my beer, Chad. That's what I was doing. Let me come back in so I can make noise and take phone calls. Hang on. Let's go through the super chats real quick. Uh, Ray John. Ray John. $2. DT, is marriage and kids worth it in 2019? You you answer that while I go put CPA boy back in, all right? Sure. I'll just say that um, kids are the best thing that happens to you and the worst thing that happens to you. It's both. <laughs> it's both. It changes your life forever, but you wouldn't want to have it any other way because it teaches you things that you just would, you'd never learn. You'd never learn otherwise. And, and uh, I believe you experience actual true love. There's, I mean, you might think you love your girlfriend. You might think you love your wife, but when it's your blood sitting there looking up at you, there's something inside you that gets activated and it's completely different. Anybody will tell you that if they have to choose between saving their kids and saving their wife, sorry, sorry, honey, I'm saving my kids. And it's the same way the other way too. So well, most people don't like their spouse anyway. I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer. <laughs> well, this is DT and I recognize it's really difficult. The institution of marriage is very much broken. Um, you're signing on a dotted line with a bunch of hidden language that's that you have no idea what you're signing. So, uh, Mrs. DT and I actually don't recommend getting married. I don't know what you replace that with to have that kind of commitment. 
but uh, legal marriage is kind of meaningless now and it's a huge risk. Um, but it's kind of funny. We watched this, uh, um, this special on Sunday morning uh, television. You know, the churches have their specials and there's this series called This is the Life. And Jack Nicholson was actually on it. This, these little Christian shorts, and there was, and it was all about marriage and the missing ingredient in marriage. And this woman, uh, she, she's uh, uh, engaged to Jack Nicholson, but her parents are getting divorced, and they wanted to tell her after the wedding that they were getting divorced, but they it somehow slipped before. And they're having this conversation, you know, like, well, are we doing the right thing? Are we, is it going to work for us, or are we going to end up like my parents? And Jack Nicholson says, well, it's not like the institution of marriage is under threat. <laughs> Mrs. DT and I just laugh. We just, it was, it was just like, well, you, that's unintentional humor and comedy right there. But I, well, go on. I, I have a question for you though. Sure. But, um, I mean, it should, I mean, kids will just life. Kids are, are fucking great. They're can drive you too, but it is sort of, I mean, you just tap into something in your humanity that was missing before when you have kids and I just, I love my life right now. It's a lot of work and marriage is not easy. Not at all. Um, being a, a good, is not easy. Not at all. Uh, lots of things can happen that are completely outside of your control. Um, which happened in, in, uh, me being a dad and with my kids, um, health problems and things like that. And so it is, it is, you're putting yourself, you're kind of, you're trusting in chaos sort of, when you decide to to have kids because you're not in really in control, but, uh, oh man, it is just, it, there's not feeling like I just love my kids more than anything. Speaking so of kids, would, DT, are, are your kids watching TV right now or someone pulling internet off of your uh, stream? Oh, am I, am I, uh, <laughs> your, your, or, or is your windows 10 operating system uh, going bipolar just again. when i'm laying down all this heartfelt that's stuff. how it happens god knows we're trying to like pass on the wisdom and then he's like well we can't have that happen <laughs> god hates god ain't erupt that this no that my computer's fine so maybe okay. it's the internet but... all right just want to make sure so uh, well hang on I, I got a question here take the government out of it isn't it just a commitment between two people i mean I, if i was to ever get married it'd be like no we're not the government has nothing to do with it. We'll get, we'll get a priest. We'll get whoever will have somebody make us give vows and commitment to one another in front of society. And then the government could go uh, uh, choke on a telephone pole as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. The problem is, is even if you don't legally get married, there's still common law marriage and all that kind of stuff. So well, I'm, I'm, I'm talking for you and the, the loved one. What does it matter if the government's involved? It shouldn't. Right. I think I think that you know this is the question I had to the to the gay community is well what do you care if they got now I understand they have their concerns like well legal and uh, 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 power of attorney and 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 you know what if they're disabled and inheritance and all of which can be you know taken care of with living wills and wills so I understand the, the legal argument but from a a, a um, love uh, uh, relationship aspect what the fuck do you care if the government recognizes it. I mean, who gives a shit if you have a, that, that pisses me off is like, I need a license from some fucking schmuck in a robe telling me that I have permission to get married uh, with this individual. It's like, go fuck yourself. Right. You're not part of this. Go, 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 go die. Me, me uh, Mrs. DT and I actually just 
talked about this after watching the Jack Nicholson, This is the Life <laughs> Sunday morning special. And I did say, I do think that some kind of public um, commitment is important. Like, like it just, you as a man want to be honorable and, and uh, live up to your word. Right. And so if you're in front of all your friends and you say, I promise to, to be with this person till death do us part, then, then, then you're accountable. So right. uh, having some accountability, I think is important because you're going to have tough days. You're going to have rocky days. You're going to have arguments. You're going to have all these things. And, and if you've, if you've basically uh, on your honor and on your family's honor gone in front of everybody and said, yep, I'm going to stick this out. Then that is always there that there, it, it might be copping out. It might be a crutch, but sometimes you need a crutch, yeah. right? I mean, sometimes you, not everybody is freaking Superman all the time. So. Right. Oh, I am. <laughs> I've, I've had to be. <laughs> and that's why Clary's die so young. That's <laughs> You just all right. Here's an interesting and hard. Yeah. Here's an interesting uh, question. Uh, Chris in Phoenix one dollar ninety nine. What's your guy's fuck up story? Right. Mine's real simple. I have one mate. My biggest fuck up ever. It's very simple, but I want to hear yours. Okay, mine. You're gonna you're gonna find this. You might disagree with this. All you right. might. Um, you became friends with me. I should not have. Uh, I should not have played it safe, and. Uh, become a civil engineer. Okay. Um, I should have understood that. And it's not the engineering part. I should have been a nuclear engineer. I should have been an electrical engineer. I should have been some other engineering that actually rewards merit rather than diversity and all the fluffy shit that civil is so heavily, it's so heavily, yeah. yeah, so heavy in the government. It's not the government's money. They don't give a fuck how efficient you, you know are. What? They, that makes a great, Hang on. That makes a great point because that does really make I civil engineering, quote unquote, is worth it, but not really. Right. Um, if it's going to be a diversity ploy. Because uh, you can't truly succeed. It's like I talked to Mrs. DT and I'm like, they actually value your opinion and your expertise. Right. They want to know when you're consulting, they want to know what you actually think they should do because they're paying you in their own money and they want to save money. Right. And yep. Yep. That's. And, and I said, in my field working with government, they don't give a fuck. And so it's not true competition. It's not true merit. It's not true excellence. It's not true pro productivity. There's nothing real about it except for that weekly check that comes in. What, and that let gets me, old real quick. <laughs> now, let me, being the Machiavellians that we are, because I, I have very few, very few morals. I mean, like, don't kick kids and hug my grandmother. You know, I mean, these are very few morals that I have. For the minority listeners, should they pursue civil engineering because the government just can't get enough diversity dick? Or would they yeah. also run into some kind of meritocracy? Like, let's say uh, nonstop Dre being a black male, he goes into government work. Well, and he's the best programmer until, uh, you know, Shaka Waka Daka da Niqua, uh, Jones. Uh, she has five years less experience than him, but because she's a black female, she gets because the guys here that are listening, I, I guess minority uh, who are tuned in here. If you're going to put forth your effort, there is that leg up. But is there somebody who's going to be even more diversity than you because you're now going into a non-meritocratic system? I mean, there's it's the Prussian Olympics, right? I mean, that that is the reality. But I would say that 
you have a much higher chance of truly being productive, truly getting something good done because you're sort of bulletproof. Okay. Um, so I would, I would recommend it. Yeah. But here's what, what concerns me about it. I, I could, I could recommend it without fail that if you're a minority and you're in a civil engineer, go work because you're going to get the, the preferential hiring treatment. Absolutely. Right you, off the bat. And you have My, to, you, you have to deal with kind of the, well, are you just a diversity hire? That's just, you'd have to accept that yeah, straight, but, up, but, straight up, but then you kick ass and you, and you fight this leftist crap as the bullet. No, 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 we don't. Go, we, no, no, <laughs> they're just in it for the money. Okay. We're talking okay. pure Machiavellian. We're just, they, they don't care. And they're perfectly fine. Rolls off their back. You're just a diversity hire. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. And I have no shame about, I'm taking every possible advantage I can get. No, what I'm saying, that's fine. No, I, I'm saying that the solutions, the engineering solutions that you come up with, what, right. what happens in government engineering is it butts up against engineering ethics all the time because there are much, much better solutions out there that they're not doing because they're trying to socially engineer society. Okay. And, so, and so if if that's what I'm saying is that you have a much better chance of of being bulletproof and saying, no, this is the right engineering thing here to do and i'm gonna fight for it so from the inside you could fight yeah. you could fight you could fight from within the beast yes okay. whereas a white guy you have no fucking chance right you now, just have to bend over and do what you're told taking morality out of it my concern for any young man or woman here today who happens to be minority and they go the civil engineering affirmative action route but they are uh pursuing excellence do they not have to worry about an institution being as corrupt as government where they're going to hire, they are going to be sexist. They are going to be racist. That's their mm -hmm. policy. Yep. It's not meritocratic. Are they going to then have to worry about running into other hurdles because it is just corrupt in general? It is not meritocratic that now, oh, well, I know you're the black female computer programmer, but my buddy Tilly who I've worked with, with HR, she's going to get promoted over you. In other words, I'm saying they're corrupt, not just if you're corrupt, you're corrupt. You have no morals or principles. And sure, maybe on the face or policy, it's we're corruption through racism or sexism. But that also means to me they're corrupt on all morals and ethics. And it is not going to be even meritocratic if you are minorities. So you yeah, bust your be. ass off, you work out. And then and it, now it's connections, which that never happens in politics. So I'm <laughs> I am wondering, like, at first, it might be wise advice just to get some experience, get the money, get the easy job out of college, pay off your student loans, do a couple years, do a couple stints in government. But if you really, really, really want to get ahead and not work, because I can't imagine the catty, petty political office it's bullshit. It's horrible. Across, it's and, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine it. Uh, we had it's a colleague just, who worked yeah. on a project and it just sounded like hell. And that's going to be hell for anybody, regardless. No, it's of horrible. It, it's it is it. Yeah, you can't. I'm saying they have a they have a better chance to fight and make a difference. Not saying that they're going to win, because it, like you said, the goalposts will move. It'll be what you believe, or if you think that this, if you think global warming's real, if you think right, global warming right. should play a role in making engineering decisions, maybe only those people move up. And so you're you're constantly going to be compromising you're, yourself to okay, move ahead. So, so I figured it out. <clears throat> there is an infinite number of things you can be discriminated against. Yes. And just because you got your foot in the door because of skin color or gender, 
they're going to find a reason to screw you out because mm. you didn't believe in. We see this in the in the gay, uh, lesbian, transgender community where there, I guess there's a war going on between gay people and the transgendered people. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, why? <laughs> well, apparently for reasons I don't understand, but it's happening. Yep. Uh, and I'm thinking that's probably the 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 risk a non leftist minority who is okay being Machiavellian and taking the affirmative action route. That's the problem. I'm I'm you know I'm not there. I've never been there. But just to forewarn these guys, anybody listening, okay, yeah, take it, take that money. But boy, I don't know if you want to get if you want to be head of the Department of Transportation because no, you are sucking so much dick and yeah. having to. Oh yeah, I believe in global warming and. Oh yeah, we we gotta let this uh, quadro pan homo twiddle d sexual in uh, because they've been described. Fuck that shit. It's not worth your stress or your brain or the community. No, you have to compromise. You basically have to sell your soul. You have to, to kiss the ring. Kiss yep. the ring, homie. Kneel, kneel before. I mean, that's what it takes to get ahead. You got to say the things, and you can fight. You just. Um, it's very a uh, lonely position to be in. There's lots of good people in government, right? There's lots of people that feel exactly like we do, but their hands are tied and they just, mm. the, the, there's nothing really that they can do. And so that's not rewarding work in my opinion. It's, it's, if you're not, if, if, if the goal that you're trying to achieve is not something you agree with, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty easy. Like you said, if you're a minimum, doesn't take much to live. Is it really worth that paycheck to be doing something eight it's hours, ten normal. hours a day that's completely not fulfilling at Dude, all, and it's actually much, against what you believe? How much? Look, uh, I got a question: Are are blacks and women, uh, or I, I guess min- minority races and women, are they excused from diversity training, or do they have to attend too? <laughs> I think they have to attend. See, they- fuck that shit. <laughs> who who the fuck? No guy or gal wants to do that, except maybe the true delusional, the true believers. See, that's the thing is, and what percentage of your time was actually spent working versus the politics bullshit? So let's, anybody goes in, doesn't matter your race or gender, you still are dicking around with half of your, half your time was spent with political bullshit, right? Well, and it's just, there's, um, because it's so bloated, you can't really, there's so many, um, you can't really get anything done. Really, I mean, right. you have to have endless meetings, and everybody. There's a lot of CYA that goes on because nobody wants to make a decision. Nobody wants to lead. They want it to be all decision by committee. Oh, we need to involve this person. Oh, we need to involve that person. Oh, we need to take this uh, into account. We need to respect this person's wishes over here, and it becomes just this too many fingers in the pot bullshit. And that's why we got the mess that we've got is that there really it, there's too many competing interests that have nothing to do with engineering. And as engineers, you want to solve problems. That's what right. you yeah. And I am telling you that these, <laughs> these leftist cities, if they actually instituted what the politicians want them to institute, and there weren't some, some uh, vanguards of, of engineers with ethics who, who won't sign off on this bullshit, they'd be, they'd be burning down. They'd be, there'd be shit coming up in basements everywhere. There, the, there would be no traffic moving at all. It, it, it would, they would completely lock down. And the only thing that's keeping these cities afloat are engineers who, who are saying no and are punished for it. Basically. You it's, know what? There's, they there's should ethical, say yes. Just exactly. like the leftist towns. Just yep. let this shit come up out of the streets. Just yep. let it happen. Right. That's exactly it. And, and we know engineers know exactly how to solve these problems. It's all the other bullshit involved. And, and you sit there and you go, this is not a good use of 
taxpayer money, even the salary that I'm getting isn't worth it because right. I am, I am being, there's, there's, uh, uh, people blocking me and there's people getting in my way on everything. And it takes 10 times as long to get anything done than it should. No, I, I know. I know. I just, I, I just wanted to know if we could recommend civil engineering to our minority listeners. And honestly, I don't think we can because if they're tuning into this show, they're in like, just is not going to be able to take that handicap political crap bullshit. Be I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think they could. I, I really don't. I mean, like I said, maybe just to get your money and mm-hmm. and and get some experience on your resume. That maybe be the only. But God, it ain't worth the pain and agony to sit through fucking diversity training and rule by committee and all that other bullshit. That just there are like- there are some oh. small little areas of civil engineering where it it kind of quasi meritocratic, and that's that's the actual construction side of it. Anything okay. that's in the decision making side of it is total bullshit. But once okay. you get once you've gone through the whole decision making process and you've, it's gone through all of its committees and it's gone through the filter of diversity and equity and all, and that, it goes all, to the real world. And then once it's okay, we're actually building this. Then that's about the only place where a civil engineer would be because all those other decisions that the engineer hasn't had to think about. Now it's just here's the plans. How do I get this done in the best way and right. get it done? All right. For me, uh, my biggest fuck up story is that I went to Minnesota for college majored in finance. That's my biggest fuck up story, which is, which is what prompted me to write reconnaissance, man, because had I just gone where I wanted to, and I, I was scared because I, I couldn't afford uh, tuition or uh, out of state tuition. I, I would have just lived in Colorado or South Dakota for a year, worked, saved up some money. And then I went to college with in-state tuition. That's my biggest fuck up because that has, that is less in my life in more ways than I can count. Um, I would have had a life probably two to three times better than I do now had I not gone to Minnesota for college. That's so is that. it the major or is it just going to Minnesota? It's, it was Minnesota, which then, you know, that determined my major. It was this okay. early, you know, go path A or path B. And path A, I took path A. Path B was the way to go. And it was so early on that there's no way to get back to path B. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, my second biggest fuck up was I majored in finance. But my biggest fuck up is I went to school in Minnesota. So okay. read that book, Reconnaissance, man. I'm not fucking joking. It's not like, oh, Claire just had an idea. Every book I write has a major fucking life uh, lesson to learn in there that is not in the other books. About the only one you could say is worthless, but I wrote worthless first, and then I recover that in the education chapter in Bachelor Pad Economics. But Bachelor Pad Economics has a whole bunch of other stuff. But Reconnaissance, man, is a must-read, uh, uh, if, especially if you're younger. The old-timers know what I'm talking about here. See that's see ours are similar. Um, my only silver lining in doing civil engineering as a degree is that I went to a school that was cheap, and so I didn't have to, you know, I didn't have to have student loan debt, or I didn't have to have any of that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. that's the only silver lining. Is it's like, well, yeah, I spent like five years of my life, all my high school, all my junior high, busting my ass, and then I went to college, bust my ass, didn't have any fun. But at least I didn't have any debt. I mean, that, yeah. at least that's the only silver lining and all of it is that it did pay for itself, but it still was the totally. It was yeah, still a fuck up. Had I known, I had known a lot of things, but <clears throat> had I known, I would have taken a long ass time to graduate from college because there was no rush. There was no reason. Okay, and I would have like, like I said, I would have established residency in a state that's much better, much more fun. Oh, we had a hell of a lot more time, a better time, uh, been in much better shape. Uh, banged a lot hotter chicks. Although <laughs> the chicks of the nineties weren't that bad. They were all right. Especially now 
I look around like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, at least they were identifiably female back in the 90s. I just don't, I don't get the purple hair. I do not get it. Neither do they. Neither do they. <laughs> All right. What do we got next? So this so you, you posted up, Brian. Post it for you to read. That way, that way it sounds okay. like you're doing something. <laughs> Aaron, should we tell liberals that we should impeach Trump for the similar reason we tell them to get a PhD in fart poetry, i.e. they will waste their money? Also, his replacement would be Pence. I Yeah, I don't see how Trump getting impeached is going to directly financially hurt them. Um, I think the reason they want to get Trump impeached is that Pence would not be able to win the next election. Uh, very much similar to Ford and um, uh, Nixon, uh, which brought in Carter, if I remember my history correctly. Uh, I would say just, yeah, tell liberals that we should impeach Trump. Uh, just to avoid, you're not, what, you got to reason with them? Just make your life easier. <laughs> I mean, really, you got a liberal in front of you, we should impeach Trump. Yep. Why? Oh, he's a racist. I mean, that's how simple it really, oh, yeah, because he's a racist. You don't have to mention like quasi possibilities of like, yeah, there's some corruption going on there with this Ukraine thing. Uh, you just have to say, yep, just, just agree with liberals because you're not going to convince them otherwise. And then don't have them in your life. Just don't even yeah. bother having you, them. Use that, use that as a use that as a litmus test. If somebody is telling you, I want to impeach Trump, oh, okay. See you later. Yeah. It's like oh, big gulps, huh? Well, yeah. see you later. <laughs> You're not invited to the cocktail party. Um, there is a theory out there, Brian, that uh, they will not stop at Trump, that they will move on to Pence in a short amount of time before a vice president can be nominated by Pence and impeach him. And then Nancy Pelosi will be president. Oh God. So that the, the people that are really dark in the thinking about this think that that's, that that's what they would really like to do is impeach both of them. And then uh, Nancy Pelosi would be president. And Nancy then Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi would nominate uh, Hillary Clinton as vice president and then step down as president so that Hillary Clinton. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's a little more conspiratorial because <laughs> you know what? Nancy Pelosi is not going to give up the presidency. No, I wouldn't think so. Um, no. The other, the other uh, interesting idea of basically saying, yeah, let's, let's impeach Trump is that the trial in the Senate uh, in the Senate could be very interesting and they could call up all the swamp creatures to testify. They could mm -hmm. call up everybody. Um, I don't know what the limits are on the, uh, portion of the impeachment trial, but they could call up Hillary, Hillary Clinton to testify, Obama to testify. So there's a lot of kind of ways that you could spin this, but this is all, all this really is, is they're trying to shit the bed and trying to front run um, the investigation that Barr is doing into the Russian hoax origin. Mm -hmm. When all that comes out, Democrats are going down. And so they're trying to to get ahead of this, to, to disqualify. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I don't <laughs> care. I so don't care. Alex. Game Jones. Theory, right? I game don't theory. care. It's game theory. <clears throat> and then Jennifer Aniston comes over and sucks Aaron's dick. <laughs> if that was the end result, I care. But since that's not the end result, I don't care. It's important to know what they're doing though. This Read is all nonstop. I, no one cares. Nobody. And if you do Brian care, does. you should stop caring. Brian does for 10 bucks. Wait, read nonstop Trey first. I know. Nonstop Trey for two bucks. College is already mental hell for me. Shake my head. I, I think, is he attending? I think he is attending physical college. An actual, yeah. 
Where's the ten dollar you said from Brian? Oh, here. No, no, no. I was saying he. Oh, he, there's said, nobody dollars. cares. Oh, there. Said, okay, nobody yeah. cares. Nobody wants to know. And I said, I well, Brian Dean wanted to know for ten dollars. That's okay, why he asked. Yeah, that's uh, Brian cares. Brian cares. So, um, all right, that's it. I I think we should. I have some articles, but I don't really want to do them. You want to just do one? And then shut her down. Uh, what do you want to hear about gas prices reaching five dollars a gallon in California, or the first women's bank of Illinois? The the first women's bank of Illinois sounds more interesting. Okay, uh, then I'll save the gas prices for uh, for another economic observation from Business Wire. First Women's Bank submits FDIC application names board of directors. Chicago <clears throat> First Women's Bank announced today that it has uh, filed applications with the Federal Depository Insurance Corporation and the Illinois Department of Financial Professional Regulation, a regulation to organize FW Bank and Illinois Charter Bank. With In conjunction with the filing of these applications, the proposed bank also named its initial board of directors. Quote, women represent a large, powerful, and growing part of the economy, and they are demanding a different banking experience, said Marianne Markowitz, chief executive officer of First Woman's Bank. It's time for a bank that prioritizes connection, solutions, and responsiveness. Okay. I, I I just have to stop here. Two two major fucking things. Why is do women want a completely different world? I mean, is there a is there a bizarro world where the laws of physics and reality are different, and women have been living in this world that is has been subservient to male world that has dominated or do women live in the real world? Okay. Is there one real world or am I completely unaware of women's world where apparently banking never served women? Like, I mean, cause I, I thought, I thought a bank was you come to us, you want to borrow money. We look at your plan. If we like it and your finances, we lend you the money and your gender never came into this equation. Well, according to, I don't know. The statistics, they make 80% of the spending decisions already. That's, so that's every, consuming. That's consuming. But still, it's it's involving money. They had to have some kind of access to money to make those spending decisions. So they're 80% in the banking industry right now, right? I'm, I, here's, here's what it is. I am so fucking sick and tired of plus vagina. Right. Remember, tied. Tied with bleach. Tied with extra chemicals. It's baking with vagina. No, it's the same fucking shit. Yep. I mean, if I guess they can't say we're riding the wave of this female bubble or we just want to target women, but we can't say we're targeting women because then that would indicate we're targeting women. <clears throat> we have to we have to say that like, we understand you and you're not having a banking experience that you like by banking. You want you don't want to know what my banking experience is, what I want it to be. Uh, that uh, if you're a responsible person, you get a fair loan. No, I want it to be as minimal as fucking possible. I right. don't want to deal efficient. with the bank. Yeah. I want it efficient. Here's my application. I've never, oh, here's my application to a female banker. Here's my application to a man. I've never walked into a bank and said, oh, how how is this experience relating to my gender? I'm like, God, I hate fucking being here. God, <laughs> if someone give me a goddamn physical check. God, I hate being at the bank. I hate putting my whole life under scrutiny of some person, you know. <laughs> but it's, they'll and, be and nicer. They'll be nicer when they're looking at your credit score at the First Women's Bank. Well, right? I, I looked. I looked at these people's background. Who's on the board? Who's on the management team? And they're not all dumb. Uh, no. Some of them are actually quite experienced. I'm like, are you joking? 
See, I, now I got to look at the, the question like, okay, are they being very clever? It, it, are women truly underserved by today's financial industry? Or do they actually drink the Kool-Aid? They actually do believe it because the CEO has no banking experience. Okay. She's ran restaurants. Okay. All right. I'm like, how do you be a CEO of a bank if all you've done is run restaurants? I don't get that. Now, there are other people that actually do have uh, banking experience, so uh, that's fine. But I'm, I'm trying to figure out, are, are you serious? Like, is there a need for a woman's bank? I mean, then would there be a need for a male bank? Of course not. I, and you want to talk about meritocracy or uh, colorblindness or sexual blindness. You know, I think the banking industry did a pretty good. Matter of fact, you couldn't fuck. Oh, my God, let's lend to women because of minority and they'll get a preferential treatment from the SBA and they'll get government contract. We never, in all my years of banking, it never came up. Oh, you're a woman? Well, we're going to treat you differently. It was the same banking experience. Here's our loan application. Here's our deposit rates. Here's our banking services. Here's our products. Do you have money or do you want money? Which is it? Well, you want money? You go over here. You, you want to give us money? You go over there. And wasn't wasn't it? You've got a pulse. You get the money. Wasn't well, that that, yeah, that was that was the time. Yes, there was a time. That's how the financial crisis happened. But uh, I'm I'm just getting real tired because if they're legit and like they're clever, uh, then they're they're being deceitful. Like we're going to give you the best banking experience a woman can get. Yeah, but not the best banking experience. You're you're, you're lying to them. You're playing. You're you're placating them. You're like, look at these dumb broads. They're going to come here because we're the we're the vagina bank. Oh yeah, we, it's we're like, the it's... bank plus vagina. Look how dumb these women are coming here. Or are they true believers that they're like, and all these women's years because there's several women and several other guys that in their their leadership uh, that that they do have years of banking. Like, really, are women they're not getting serviced by the banking? And this you might as well say it's it's you know women's McDonald's. Because that's how uniformly people were treated. And so I, it's bullshit either way, whether right. they're, they're, they're insulting women. Hey, we're a bank plus vagina. <laughs> and women actually fucking fall for it. Or they're so dumb or they're so intellectually dishonest or they have a political agenda that we're going to farm our own women's bank. Mm-mm-mm. It's like, well, how about you go fuck yourself? And how about you just try to be the best bank possible to everybody? Right. Yeah, I think I think. I think both are true. I think the people who came up with the idea basically saw all oh, these, these banks that are environmentally conscious. Oh, sure, a, sure. Whatever, sp- right. Let's do their women angle. We'll have that's automatic advertising. People will automatically come in just because of that. So we'll do just fine. I think it's a cynical beginning, but then the people that they're going to hire are going to be the true believers because you got to put on, you got to have people actually believe in the idea for it to work. So I think it's both. Yeah, and here here's the Orwellian bullshit. This is where you can tell you, it's time for a bank that prioritizes connection solutions and responsiveness. I mean, that's just what the cliche. Fuck does that crap. mean? Yeah, it's 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 just a uh, it's uh, keywords or what what is it called? Uh, uh, like if you go into buzzwords? Inter- yeah, buzzwords or there's certain words that um, that carry weight but mean nothing. You know. Yeah, they kind connection. of are a signal. I, They're a signal that, uh, yeah, we're one of you type of thing. <laughs> well, fuck, fuck a bank. I, I've worked for banks. I don't think they prioritize connection. connections. I mean, yeah, you should have a connection. That's a relationship. Client. They're That's, saying relationship. That, under well, that. You know, every bank had, I don't know how you don't prioritize that. Solutions. Because the banks I work for, oh, no, we don't do solutions. 
Fuck no, we don't do solutions. There's no bank with no solutions. But you've got a relationship. you got a relationship first. Right. And then your solutions, you're in a relationship first. And then so you're a part of the solution process. Right. But then now then here is responsiveness because we never called people back. We never <laughs> responded. Thousands of emails still unanswered 15 years later. That responsiveness is just a relationship again. So it's I, basically saying nothing. relationship. you're going to be friends with your banker and you're going to want to have wine with them. And and you're going to be involved in the in the solutions process. That's that's it. Here we go. Headquartered in Chicago, First Women's Bank will be an innovative commercial bank. No, it won't be innovative. No, there's nothing. You know how you would be innovative? You, it would be technology. That's how it'd be. Otherwise, banking doesn't really change. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you have automated underwriting. Maybe you em employ some really good software. You lower your non-interest expenses. I'm, I, and if in case any of these idiots are actually listening to me, they, they know there's a difference between interest expenses and non-interest expenses. That's how you're innovative. This mm -hmm. is just this is their innovation is the plus vagina on right. this. That's all that is. That will serve small and medium-sized businesses and individual deposit clients. Just because no big banks are going to go with you. Of course, I don't think their lending limits would allow them to. Hey, Clary, can you get rid of Brian Dean's comment? What? How? It's on the screen still. Oh, sorry. Um, That's all right. I mean, the fart poetry was a great joke, but I think we I moved mean, on. <laughs> uh, clarify my question. Oh, darn it. There. Hide. Boom. Got it. Bam. Right. Um. I want people to be able to see blackbrigade.org. Right. Uh, yeah, you, know. you might get five more followers. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the bank expected to open in 2020 will have a strategic focus on the women's economy because that's not getting fucking whole old hat now, is it? Uh, first, I mean, It is the economy, the women's economy. It's 80%. No, no, that's consumer spending. That's not investing or industry or I, uh, technology. Yeah, I, that's just where the money is spent. And that's, that's somewhat of a misleading statistic. Um, but I, I'm not going to go into that now. Uh, but they're 50% of the goddamn. I mean, it's like. <laughs> they're 50%. I know. They're, they're in the economy. They're, remember they're in the 80s it. and the 90s when women just worked? You know, <laughs> hey, how you doing, Amy? Huh? Nice to see you, Aaron. That was it. No, no. Oh, my God. Vagina. So, vagina. So vagina. 50 to 80% is of the economy is them already. So this is a niche market. 50 to 80% is, is a no, niche. It, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we'll have a strategic focus on the women's economy. First Women's Bank will provide investors and clients with a platform to promote gender equity. You know what I want as a fucking investor? A return on investment. Money. Yeah. I want fucking money. I don't want, ge well, I do want gender equity. That would be a principle I have. No, you but want equality. I'm, you want equality. Don't don't say you want. Gender oh, I, equity. I want equality. Uh, no, I want it to equity. Uh, equity yeah, right. Means, I want equality. I want gender equality. equity I don't want gender means, equity. That's the same result. Yeah. To help bridge the gender gap and access to capital, that is a fucking lie right there. Any woman can walk into any bank, and as long as their finances are in order, you know, credit mm -hmm. scores and all that, you will get access to the capital. Yep. I I would love to see if there's you know, and here's the thing: not fictitious, made up bullshit. Oh, there's a gender capital access gal. Oh, really? Who wrote that? The Feminist Women's Studies Department? Because, again, never saw that. You came in, you had the money, you had the good finances, you had a good credit score, you were likely to get the loan. You, you didn't have the credit score, you didn't have the money, you didn't have good finances, you probably still get the loan anyway. Could you imagine the lawsuit if a woman came in 
uh, you know, just recently married, young, wanted access to credit, and the bankers said, well, she's probably going to get pregnant here soon, and so she's not going to be working, mm-hmm. and and so we're going to deny this loan based on that. Oh, There's you'd be, no you'd way. Be, they'd be, you'd be, they'd be, tr- be, you'd be sued. You'd yeah, be fined time. and sued in half a second. That's the only, quote, discrimination I could even think of. I, I, I guess my question is, do they actually believe their own bullshit? Right. Um. Because the the Orwellian speak, I mean, and I I predict <clears throat> this will be a go nowhere bank, uh, right. and this is not this is not to slam uh, the women's aspect. It's just most small banks that the market is flooded with little piddly shit. You know, community. Mm-hmm. This is essentially what this is: is a community bank plus vagina. If right. you didn't know, by the way, did you know they're going to be serving women at this? Did you know they're going to help I close the? It's really the, the equality <laughs> on with, the nose advertising. There. I don't know if you knew it was for women. Uh, I just, you know, about the only thing I can see is that the indoctrination with women starting in, in kindergarten, going all the way to college. And that has been going on now for about two generations where women start to form their own, um, not culture. What's the word I'm looking for? Not syndicate. They're cartel. Yeah. They're, I could see, I could see maybe there's like, Hey, look, you know, the smart money on this is look, all the women believe in this vagina bullshit. They don't actually believe in equality. They, they are team woman. Yeah, it's and, equity. Yeah. You know, we're going to champion women's uh, businesses. We're going to champion women's. We're going to da da da. Forget if the other bank offers you a much better interest rate and it would increase your finances. Forget that. This person has a vagina. Right. And so maybe, and you could see that happening. The infrastructure has been laid down that women are maybe, maybe these guys will make billions of dollars, but it won't, it will have nothing to do <clears throat> with efficient low non-interest expense costs. It won't have anything to do with low interest costs or interest offerings. It's simply going to be because we put a flag on our bank and it has a vagina on it. These aren't good. There's no such thing as a good banker, frankly, but these are not good bankers. They aren't good analysts. They aren't good managers. This This is just team vagina. There was a time in this nation's history where where drinking fountains, two identical drinking fountains yes. that are designed to deliver water into somebody's mouth. One of them had over it whites only and the other one blacks only. It's so it's just like it's 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 mm, the coffee's good that these people are doing exactly what was wrong in the past. They're I, just it's full circle. And now somehow it's good that you've got first woman's bank proudly displayed hey this is the first white drinking fountain and this is the first black drinking fountain aren't we proud i mean it's just uh, that's where you just shake your head and you go let it burn that's the black brigade answer it's just yeah okay whatever do whatever you want but i'm not gonna buy into it i'm not gonna say it's a good thing because it's exactly everything that was wrong in the past it's just a different yet it's the different team heading it up now am am i gonna walk in there and Will I be refused because I'm a guy? <laughs> you have to. No, question. I mean, you have to I, wonder, right? You have to wonder. I mean, you know what? And if I was, I wouldn't throw up a fucking fit and go sue. Hey, God, I need the government to. I'd be like, man, I guess you're not getting my money there, bitch. It's uh, it it just because yep. I'm wondering where's where's the world gonna go if everything's gonna women are all gonna go team woman, right? They're forming yep. their listriata or listrata or whatever the hell that that uh, play was where the women just go and they do their own thing. Hmm, I don't know that no. one. 
it, it, it really makes you happy when the coffee's good. Yeah, this is where you just fire up your computer. Yeah, I'm going to go for my walk now. I'm going to chill out and relax. It's- right. There's no way that a first man's bank or a first no. whatever bank would ever fly. But no. no. Since it's this, it's okay. And I'm sure they've got pink colors in, the, in uh, their logo. And, good for them. You know, yeah. it's, yeah, just enjoy the decline, bud. I am. <laughs> you got this one? Oh, there's another one here? Yeah, we got a couple more. We'll do a couple. If, if you guys want your super chats or you quite get them in now, because yeah, I'm going to wind it, it up. This, well, not it. that. No, if anybody else wants to yep. add more money, we'll take it. But I got to take a shower and clean up and get ready to do nothing. And I got to go pick up the kids from school. Oh, Peace okay. 27, 499 says, is it a good idea to double major if you can't get a job from the one major? You can switch. If I majored in biology and accounting, is it a good idea? Biology is never a good idea, and it's not a good idea to get a, a double major. Pick your degree well the first time. Maybe minor in something like IT or programming that could potentially get you a job on the side, but double majoring is dumber than fuck. That's just dumber than fuck. Choose the right degree the first time, and you won't have problems. I mean, if, if for whatever reason it really doesn't work out for you, then go back and get another degree. Then you go back. Yeah, you've already got all your prerequisites. and right. All the generals taken care of. I've, I've even thought about going back to school to get a different flavor of engineering under my belt. But I I'm getting too old for that shit. <laughs> we are too old for this already, shit. I already won. I've already won. Why would I do that? Right. <laughs> All right. And that's it. That's it. Oh, no, that was it. That was it. There's okay. No any more? more? No any more, more super chats? No. Nope. Uh, I can I can start doing the 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 uh, what are they called the the wind down. If you'd like to help out the older brother podcast, that'd be me. Uh, you could go to olderbrother.com slash donate, and there are three ways you could do that. You can go and donate directly to pay, uh, PayPal. There's a link there that gets you. What does it get them? Uh, DT nothing. nothing. No wait, no no is, uh, no. What's just the one that's got the PayPal? PayPal, PayPal you get nothing. Okay. Patreon, which is the second image you'll see, the second link. That'll get you something. If you become a patron, uh, you get access to all the behind the wall stuff, which includes uh, my uh, road trip podcast, which is, I won't lie to you. It's not, it's not, the, it's just me talking into the phone while I hike uh, or drive. So it's not high quality, but it's just more meanderings. Uh, and then more importantly, people probably like the pinups of Mary Jo, who has great cans, by the way, she's just got some great cans. And that's the only real reason most people become patron members. And then if you really, really, really want to be intellectual, my best post ever written, which can no longer be found uh, on my blog, is Sanity is the Future of Wealth, which is a great post to read because it'll make you happy or at least make you less pissed off about how communists and socialists and parasites are taking over the country. And so that is a, a thing. And so you get something there. The final and third way that you could find by going to olderbrother.com slash donate is you click on the Amazon banner. Now that takes you to Amazon site where you can do all your online shopping. And uh, if you go to my site first, olderbrother.com slash donate, you click on the Amazon banner. Anything you buy during that shopping session, I get a 6 to 7% commission from Jeff Bezos himself. You do not pay anything extra. It is just a payment for me for driving traffic to Amazon. So if you can get into the good habit of doing all your online Amazon shopping by going to olderbrother.com slash donate first, clicking on the Amazon banner, that means a lot to me because I make money. You don't spend any more money. You're going to get the thing you're going to get anyway. And uh, everybody's very happy. And you need to be on a computer, right? You need to be on a computer. Yeah. Now, is there an app? No, apps are bad. Apps are very bad. You need to be on a computer. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I saw Alt oh, Ray John for another five bucks. Should the federal government create a program to deport black people to Africa since they hate America for its history and race? No, people can leave at any time. And actually, I mean that the that sort of already exists. I think this. I, I don't. It, I don't know if this is an urban legend or not, but Liberia. Liberia. Was that's founded. True, yeah. I think they can still go to Liberia if they want. Yeah. And be citizens there. Yep. So I think even today. So yeah. it does sort of exist. It's sort of there. There is that out if they yeah. so choose. I do not believe in the federal government creating anything to deport American citizens. Because no. I, I, I don't know. If what you know about a check? What about what about a you know just kind of well here's a check if you want to go. Okay, there you go. You know, they have to go then. <clears throat> that's right. that's the thing. They couldn't be they couldn't be dual citizens. They'd have to say no. You can't yeah, be dual. Yeah. Nope. Nope. You yeah. you you give up your see. What I like is what. You know, a lot of the states or the counties will do is they'll bus their homeless to other counties. Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> hey, here's a one way bus ticket. Get out of here. That's, right. Uh, right. Now, now we got now the super chats are coming in. See now uh, piece 27 for four dollars ninety nine. I was picking biology because of dentistry and accounting. If I can't get dentists, do accounting. Then you could do your own damn books. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would do. Do accounting. I mean, you got to have a bachelor's degree to get into dental school, right? Do accounting. Then you'll learn to do your books. But what? But but what would be a better major for becoming a dentist? I don't think it matters. I mean, you just want to be a dentist. Yeah, right? that's what that's what dentistry school is for. Yeah, yeah. And, I had a friend. I had a friend with a degree in psychology, no bio, nothing, nothing, and she went into dental school. She did fine. She did great. Yeah, and any kind of small business, running your own business, you're going to learn much better on the job than from any college anyway. So just become a dentist. Yep. Just right? Become a dentist, and and then learn accounting. Nothing yeah. wrong with accounting. Right. All right, DT, where can people find you? Blackbrigade.org. That's under the comment piece from Piece 27 right now. There's blackbrigade.org. I've started podcasting again. Uh, I try to present kind of a unique answer to the insanity that we that we see in the world. And so please do tune in. Awesome. All right. With that, I will wish all of you uh, many thanks for all the donations, by the way. Thank you very much. And we'll wish you all a good toodles.